Just take a minute, okay? Um, you, look, you have something to say. I have something to say. All right, so let's just let's just talk, okay? If well, fuck. Let's get it then. Quiet down now. It is time to watch the show. Yes, it started. Don't be licking me no more. Matter of fact, could you get me a handy With their powers combined, they become pop culture. With their powers combined, they become Jim and them. The greatest podcast in the world. This is a comedy show. And we taking over the industry. We taking over the world. Ladies and gentlemen, let's make something amazing happen right now. Churro. Churro. Oh my gosh. Yeah, why don't you go cry to your gay dad about it? I just want to take a piss. Hey, you horse. Get out of my face. Hey, boys. Hey. <laughs> Barbenheimer. Go there, get some Toppenheimer. Unless Whoa. you're a Bottomheimer. <laughs> Shout outs to all my Bottomheimers. It's Barbenheimer weekend, ladies and germs. Welcome, everyone. I know you're right now. You just came out of your screening of Barbie. You got a couple hours to kill until Oppenheimer. So you're turning on the good old Jim and them podcast. This, my friends, is a comedy show. You're tuned in right now on kick.com slash Jim and them. 16 followers away from uh, TTS, Ugh. my, my uh, bottomheimers out there. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, have you heard who Barbie's for, Jim? Barbie's for... Jeff, have you heard who Barbie's for? The boys? It's for ladies. Yep. Gaties. Oh, it's for the gaties? And theydies. Oh. That's what, that's what the, the gay community's been saying. That's something that I can get below. <laughs> 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 wow. uh, heating up. Bum. Who's hitting up? Bum. <laughs> Isn't it so great that everyone's all about Barbenheimer? I just I uh, love interacting I, with engaging with product. I hadn't heard about it until last week. That's insane to me that you had heard. Well, you heard about it the week before that, I think. Or was it? I, well, whenever whatever I told, it was. Whenever it was I very it. recent, yeah. it's, which is insane to me. Uh, but it's also fucking stupid. <laughs> I did it. I did the Barbenheimer on Thursday. I did it before but anyone. Were, but were you talking Ooh. about Barbenheimer? No. Yes, sir. No. Well, I probably... You're, well, you're Slurpenheimer on some pussy. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I probably did it just because it was a thing, though. Because I was... Not that I really care, but... Since everyone was making a big deal about it, I was like, you know what? Because I probably would have saw Oppenheimer on Thursday and then just saw Barbie over the weekend. Yeah, right? but you had to do it. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do them both in the in the day then. Fuck it. The zeitgeist. the zeitgeist. But yeah, Fair I got I got I got my finger uh, diddling on the zeitgeist a little bit. You're zeitgeist in the I got to get that I got to get that zeitgeist <laughs> 
sopping wet. I didn't before see I start touching it. Before I enter into the zeitgeist. I didn't see Oppenheimer, but my fucking Barbie theater was popping off. It was crazy. It was so... It was... Like packed to the gills, people were in like the first row and shit. That's how full it was. Whoa. My theater wasn't that full. Tons of the girls. I'm talking like two thirds of the women in the audience were doing some sort of Barbie costume or some shit. People were wearing blonde wigs. Like it was, it was, it was an electric crowd. There it was kind of crazy. There were two guys sitting behind us that were in suits, and uh, Stella and I couldn't figure out if it was either like they're doing a bit, like the minion, the gentle minions bit. Or if they just got out of work. Because we went to an, it was like a 4 p.m. screen. Sure. So it was pretty early. <laughs> so either they got off work or they were like, we got to get dressed up for fucking Barbie. Yes. And if you're a couple of bros going to Barbie, get fucked, bro. What? Get fucked. What? I thought it was for us. I thought it was for <laughs> it the It is body. for us. It and is for the Brobies. No, for it's sure. for the ladies, the gaties, and the ladies. And the Brobies. Oh, the Brobies, too? Yeah, the Borbies. <laughs> All I know is <laughs> Barbenheimer got me stimming. What about single white men that go alone like me? <laughs> uh, I think I saw a tweet that said if you're a, a, a guy that goes to Barbie by yourself, you should be on a list. What? <laughs> that's I saw a tweet. Uh, I don't funny. know how true it is, but a tweet, a tweet said it. The gay it, community said this? It me. I don't know if it was gay community. I think it was someone from the alt-right. <laughs> what? Yeah, that, that sounds all right. I thought, uh, yeah, I know t uh, Ted Cruz is currently campaigning against Barbie, but that I'm not sure about all right. Um, okay. That's the silly ass shit. Oh, just stimming. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Stimming? You got to yeah. get in on it. It's what autistic people do that I've been doing my whole life. I've slowly discovered I'm autistic. Stimming was, but it's not just that, right? It's like when they're like, video, they're like, what? That's what the. That was, they were just poking in the plastic where there are a bunch of. It's bottles. whatever your dumb thing is, like spinning a thing. I, I, every time I see a clip of me, I'm just rocking back and forth like a <laughs> retard. Yeah, He's not doing true. that on purpose. It, all these shorts are just me like, eh. <laughs> that's stimming. I'm retarded. I'm finding out. So basically, when I you can did do your, what I want, when you did your new set and you kept bending over, were you reading your phone or were you just being? Were you trying to act retarded? Reading I was reading phone. my phone. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell because, but it was part of it because I said retarded. Okay, that's why I wasn't sure if I couldn't tell if you were just trying to act retarded or if you. No. But then at the end, I was like, oh shit, maybe he's reading. Well, his no, he's phone. calling someone else a retard in yeah. his set. Well, yeah, but, but his I'm whole thing retarded. is that he was like. Acting autistic sometimes. No, not whatever. that time. Not this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just doing. I was just being me. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't know. But it's yeah. gotta be nerve. Well, it's because it's like since it's so new too. Like, even if you already got it, once you're up there, it's gonna be oh fuck. What's my thing? And it just disappears. Yeah. I know when I've done wrestling matches, there are times where I'm like, oh fuck, what is my next like spot? I genuinely don't remember. And I'm just like up there, like okay, time to fuck All around. Right, time to do a I bomb. I had the greatest. <laughs> I had the greatest spot ever because there literally was like this gay comedian that had like the whole room doing like cartwheels and stuff right before our other friend went up, where it was like the everyone was like running around the room and stuff. I was like, this is insane. Well, friend of the show, Joe imagine. Barry. Yeah, and then he went up and did fine. But I was like, I can't imagine going up after that. I think then I went bombed. Uh, yeah, I mean, he did fine for that. You know, he did his thing. Oh, uh, okay. My man did his thing. <laughs> Wait, so did he bomb yeah. or did he do fine? He, no, I mean, he did his jokes. There, he got some chuckles. Okay, so he bombed. Yeah, sounds like he bombed <laughs> a, little, uh, a little bit. <laughs> then another guy went and did okay, and then I went. And it was great. I, but you, when the other guy was going, because the whole time I'm watching other people, he's like, all you have to do is mention something the other guy says. Then the other guy's up there, and I'm just like, well, you're, the audience <laughs> was behind you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it went, it went good. It, I didn't finish, but, you know, what are you going to do? Anyways, yeah, I'm retarded, so basically anything I do is okay. 
your three <laughs> minutes and get out of there. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get to the end of my three minutes, but they were they were happy with the ending. So that's the craft. It is the craft. You know, that's the thing. I'm up there. I'm kind of like just, you know, telling truths. I love the craft. <laughs> but I'm, that's because I'm a Nev Campbell guy. That's mm. the thing. I was trying to, you that's know, you just got to tell truths. <laughs> no, I literally did that because Jeff mentioned the craft on oh, really? the piss court. Yeah. And I just put a picture up. Yeah. I didn't even say the movie. I just put a picture of yeah, Nev Campbell. Yeah, you wish, Mike. And uh, <laughs> the other two girls. Hell yeah. The other two girls are. Yeah, you wish, Mike. <laughs> Nev Campbell's my number one hottie of all time. Yeah. I'm the ultimate <laughs> Nev Campbell fan. Yuck. <laughs> She's fine. Yuck. You're saying she's fine? Like, because people are like, damn, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, like AVV. Uh, yeah. Jeff's just annoyed that she doesn't have a penis and an Adam's apple. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's Jeff's stimming out over that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You try to reveal yourself that you're autistic. I, I like. And nothing's my fault. I have a very specific type because I like Nev Campbell and I like Selma Blair, who looks just like Nev Campbell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, what about Feruza Balk, who's also in the crowd? Feruza yeah, Balk. That has to be your third. Feruza Balk. Uh, I've, I've never been a Feruza Balk guy. Yeah, what about the original team? Nev Campbell, Winona Ryder? Winona Ryder's a hottie. What about Feruza Balk in American History X? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, right. Um, what about Brittany Murphy? <laughs> Brittany Murphy, I think, is of the same ilk of, yeah. as, about, as those two. You no, know, yeah. I forgot that she was a person and then died or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so uh, someone shared... There was a clip of uh, actually it's they they it, the the title incorrectly said like Christopher Nolan just chilling at an Eminem concert, but it was at like the MTV Awards or something. Mm -hmm. It's still weird because he's he wears he dresses the same like he just wears a suit. Well, yeah, didn't he win for what well, was fucked? He won for uh, was it the one with Guy Pierce in it? Which one's that? Memento? Yeah, did, didn't he win an MTV movie award for Memento? <laughs> he well, may I have. I think he, I'm almost positive he <laughs> did. It was either that or it must have been because it must have been pre. Um, it's pre Batman. Yeah, Batman. Fartman gave him a Moon Man or what was it? Popcorn? What but was there's the movie a shot. Award? Well, there's Eminem performing and then it cuts to the crowd and Brittany Murphy's dancing with two middle fingers up, like flipping oh, everyone yeah. up. And then Christopher Nolan's just standing behind her, just kind of like looking around. <laughs> he's like, she's just wearing a suit. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> just looking identical yeah. to how he looks now. I didn't know he was going to the MTV Awards, bro. I mean, back then, you gotta. He was just well, uh, he was no, a low cool. life. Well, he was a cool guy back then. I hate him now. Why would you hate stinks. him? I think he stinks now. No, nah, because you think it's some sort of like, it's it like goes against your conspiracy theories Well, it is CIA, way. but like, that, dude. The Oppenheimer. Even, you can watch Batman Begins, a three-hour Batman movie. Even Dark Knight's awesome. It's three hours. The I other mean, one's three hours. The Dark Knight's better than the Batman. Yeah, Memento. No. He won. He yeah. won well, maybe, yeah. yeah best I'll say movie yes. at the MTV <laughs> Movie Awards no. for Memento. <laughs> it is better than the Batman. But I feel like I'd watch the Batman more than I could watch the Dark Knight, dude. Like, the whole thing? I can't Knight? even imagine. I mean, I'd have to maybe, even though I promised myself... Uh, to never, ever, watch, to never watch the Batman again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'd watch it to test your theory that, it's, dude. It, it's I funny that he's implying that, that the Dark Knight is this long movie. It's not short in comparison than the Dark to the Batman, the dude, longest pull fucking movie ever. Pull it up. If you don't got an IMAX, it's long as hell. <laughs> Yeah, see? Ah. <laughs> yeah, see? Whoa, he's just dude, right there. He looks he's like just... a man out of time right yeah. there. He, that's a Photoshop. <laughs> wow. He really is like super handsome, too, isn't he? Huh? Yeah, yeah. He, is he has a, a particular a type of handsome for sure. Another Eminem thing I saw. Did you see Eminem Spider Man drawing? <laughs> Eminem's like a great comic book artist. What? Is he? Yeah, look up Eminem Spider Man drawing. He's like Todd McFarlane. Like, Whoa, what? really? Yeah. 
Apparently, drew like a great picture of Tupac as a kid. Um, it's like a black and white one I saw on Twitter. It just looks like he's yeah. That doodle right there is him. All him. Basically. Whoa, really? Yeah. And they all look pretty good. The Hulk looks like an ape, but other than that, wow. like look at Spider Man. Yeah, the Hulk's a little goofy, but that Spider Man's great. But isn't that like a version of the Hulk? Maybe he's just a fan of that. Time, yeah, yeah. Of that time. Oh yeah, because look, it looks goofy. Because that's Silver Age Iron Man too. Captain America looks goofy, but everyone wow. else looks badass. Good for Eminem. Yeah, Eminem, bro. Oh, and he's got Bone Claw Wolverine too. Yeah, and they're this like they pulled Eminem's up some a fucking real one apparently. Well, and there's like someone pulled up an old tweet of him where it's like, "Yo, inf- at Netflix canceling Punisher's huge mistake, Marshall." <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> 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 he was on Netflix Punisher huh. season two. <laughs> wow, <laughs> or he wasn't on it, but like he was watching it. <laughs> like, he watched season two Punisher. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch any Punisher. Sure, I know. I the watched meme. all I three of Daredevil. For the though. meme, the meme looked like a great scene where he's at the table, like ah. ah. I think it's oh, is that what that's killed. from? Is that from the Punisher? The show, there's, he's having like a, a nightmare. I mean, where, like, I've seen family. the meme, yeah, yeah. with a gif because people use it as a reaction. Right. GIF. I didn't. So, know like, I want to see the show just from. for that scene because I'm sure that's an awesome scene, and what it's probably a good season, show. Season three, probably. Was there three? Yeah, three. Well, yeah. there's. Oh wait, a Punisher? Yeah, it wasn't. Oh there. wow, uh, I I didn't even watch a single one of them because those shows were so bad that at some point in time I was just like. Daredevil when they were good though. Daredevil, like Daredevil. Da- well, Daredevil, there was Daredevil was still good. Yeah, but by the time, but Daredevil season two was where Punisher was from. So by the time they had uh, the Punisher show, oh, the bad tables. Luke Cage had come out, and bad oh, uh, yeah, Iron Jessica Fist. Jones had come out, and bad Iron Fist. You had come loved out. Jessica Jones, didn't you? No, I didn't. You I think, loved Jessica. I Jones. think that the villain, the villain, I thought it was fine. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't love it, but I yeah. also I wasn't like as upset about it. I as can't you believe guys I'm the one I was defending an, MCU. Here. I was a big prude because Daredevil, all three seasons. There's tons ruled. of sex in Jessica Jones. So I was a big prude about it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, he was a big prude. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely his prudish Puritan, um, uh, a Puritan. Yeah, Eminem uh, would never. What's it called? Fucking. Mormon beliefs that uh, that kept him back. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean maybe there wasn't a season three actually. There was yeah. supposed to be, but that's when they canceled. All sure, that, yeah, that sounds Marshall right. Freaked because I know that Daredevil season three came out like right before they canceled. Well, because I everything. spaced and I was thinking that yeah, that Daredevil season was a Punisher season for right. a second. Yeah, no one watched I never saw the one because I, I never watched Daredevil season three. It's good. It's legit. No. It is. No, it ain't. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only. It's the hey, only one Jim of those Bell Netflix right Marvel shows that had any business be like being on TV, and all three seasons were great. Jim's vowing to never watch it. I I, I, I did. I did vow. To, I made a promise to myself. Yeah. On my father's deathbed, that I would never watch. You're uh, like season two Punisher, was the peak. Season two or three. <laughs> you or saw Daredevil two. season three. I never saw Punisher. Season oh, not two. Punisher. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> The, well, what's weird is how uh, the because remember how those shows started the Netflix Marvel shows they started as like oh cool this is connected yeah and then it slowly became more of its own thing but they reference like, like the Battle of New York and stuff and then they're kind of like eh, never mind that's almost exactly what's happening with the Disney Plus Marvel yeah. shows though too they because I guess it's just too hard to try to figure out how these all connect you right? either make them connect too much and then they matter too much. Or uh, yeah. you disconnect them and then they feel like they're not a part of it. And it's like, I think they're realizing like, fuck, yeah, we re-, like, I feel Ex- like WandaVision did a very good job of con- of being cool, separate, but also feeling connected. And I'd say Loki at the time felt that way until they just said, 
because it felt like it was setting up the multiverse, and then they just kind of said, nah, fuck it, Spider-Man's setting up the multiverse. I mean, and they've gone in a completely different direction with except it. Except for all the Captain Marvel stuff, because apparently, like, like I mean, I've watched a couple episodes of Secret Invasion, and you kind of have to have Captain Marvel in your head going into that show to even understand who the fuck's who and what's yeah. going on. And then with the Marvels movie that's coming out, you kind of have to have seen that and WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision, to, you have and to. And Miss Marvel. You have to watch... All those shows to be ready for the Marvels. Yeah. You have to watch Captain Marvel. Uh, you have to watch WandaVision. You have to watch Secret Invasion. And you have to watch Miss Marvel to watch the Marvels and then kill yourself. I'd argue that you <laughs> have to watch all of those. You get to watch Mar uh, WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Chris Nolan, I didn't know this thing about how one of his brothers is like an assassin. What? His, his brother's, his, his brother. <gighs> Well, he hmm. is a suspected hitman, and his his uh, code name was Oppenheimer. What? Well, that's strange. Uh, do you think it's CIA? But the the movie's about how the CIA sucks, though. Yeah, is it? It is. That's what it is. That's what it's or about. It? Did you see it? No, of course he didn't see it oh, because okay. it, because I don't know if like Jeb from the Garbage Podcast said Spud? <laughs> if it's okay, you can see it. Yeah. Spud's hyped for Oppenheimer. Oh yeah, Spud I'm just saying it's a big coincidence. Spud from the Living Trash or what? What is it called? Uh, a war mode. War mode. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spud from War Mode's hyped for Oppenheimer. I was mixing it up with the the Are You Garbage? Oh, Are You Garbage? Are You War Mode? Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. No, uh, I think they're all hyped for it. I just don't like Nolan. I don't know. It's too long. Like even Inception, I watch once. What about really Memento? Memento's once, great. But but, but his, his first the movie. The Prestige is what about, what about The Machinist? Is that him? Yeah. All right, no, like, he's like not The Machinist. What? That was a different guy. That yeah, that, Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, the it has Christian Bale in it. But, well, and uh, it's got classic, like, Nolan... Like I don't know. I just a don't. bit of a a bit of a, a twist to it, uh, like kind of a high concept. What? I had no idea. I thought that was Nolan this whole time. Yeah, it's uh, Scott Kozar. Huh, oh no, no Brad, I'm sorry, Brad Anderson. Scott Scott Kozar wrote it. Brad Anderson. What did he do? What else did he make? Wow, I had no oh, idea. The director of Session Nine. Session Nine rocks. Yeah, Session Nine. I've thought it. this entire time that uh, Machinist was a Nolan movie. Um, I mean, do that for Halloween. Did we do that yet? I, I watched it, not probably With not Mike, last I mean. Halloween, but I watched it like uh, the Halloween. Before, we should watch one that like makes them scared after, like uh, like how we felt with like Paranormal or like um like the Innkeepers or something. Mm, Innkeepers is great. Yeah, I'm not something gonna watch that's gonna not not necessarily. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Legally, no. I go to the haunted houses now. <laughs> I mean, we that, still yeah, watch. Well, the that's movies. why we're gonna go to multiple haunts this year. Nah, I don't know if we're gonna do that. I guess you don't get to go to the Disney parks then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. I guess we just have to find. I guess we else. just sell your fucking Disney. That's not park. how it fucking that works. That is how it works. That is not actually. how it works. It is. Yeah. <laughs> You're watching the Innkeepers. <laughs> it's so like more tame than the other ones. It's just more like a. Yeah, no, no, he did, um, yeah, Memento, Insomnia. That's like the forgotten Nolan, the one with Al Pacino. I've heard that's in. good. I haven't seen it. I saw it in theaters. I don't remember it being. I that can't good. imagine that old of Al Pacino being good. I feel like I've never seen that. Robin Williams is in it as well. Uh, it's like he's up in. Uh, they're up in Alaska, where it, like. It's in my during the time list. where it doesn't get dark for right. however long for months. And, yeah, he's something. already can't sleep, and he has weird guilt that's like haunting him. I mean, the Prestige is fucking awesome. Yeah, Prestige is great. Uh, but I mean, yeah, like Interstellar is kind of whatever. Which, I liked Interstellar. Who, which uh, one's in Prestige? Is it Hugh Jackman or is it the other one? It's both. 
Hugh Jackman, Jackman and, and Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Because there's another one that came out with almost the same name, like The Majestic or something, oh, at yeah, the same that time. Like, that was a, uh, also a magic movie, and I always am confused. And Jessica Biel. And, yeah. Um, what was that? It was weird. Was it just The Magician? Was it something like that? No, was it, it was something. Because I don't think it's The Majestic. I think that's like a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, no one saw that. I didn't see that either. Did anyone see The Majestic? I saw it because no, it was I about the Red saw. Scare. The Illusionist. Illusionist. The that's it. Of. Yeah. That was like same year though. Edward Norton. Dude, David, it was like fucking three months apart. I think, yeah. if but, even uh, that. I don't. Prestige is with the the bodies or whatever. Yeah, he he's yeah, doing a trick I, that no one can figure out, yeah. and it turns out he's literally replicating bodies. Spoilers. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I love Dunkirk when I saw it in theaters. I haven't watched it at home because I don't think it'll have the same effect. But right, I didn't see Dunkirk. I thought Dunkirk I was fine. His movies, so to be fair, I haven't seen his like last three movies. I like <laughs> high concept Nolan. I, I don't Tenet. like uh, biopic Nolan. Isn't Tenant bullshit? Uh, uh, that was a pandemic movie, so I didn't see it. And then Jim said it was embarrassing, so I didn't see it. I mean, there was some interesting stuff. I thought the dialogue was embarrassing. Okay. But that's kind of that can be kind of the case with Nolan sometimes. But there's some like interesting set pieces in it for sure. I mean, I guess you could say that's about any movie, but I feel those movies are so dependent on some actor being like the shit in it. I mean, I think he's a keynote director. Let's be real. He 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 can build. I I I think he has his style all his own. Mm. He's got he's like a master crafts. He's a master craftsman. Uh, maybe it's like well, style, some people don't sound like design, Kubrick. editing, and and you know filmmaking. I don't like it. Ah, you're you're out of your mind. You're I crazy. I guess I got to revisit some Nolan because I don't love him or anything. I, I don't say like his ev- cock he's, off. It's weird. Like I guess it's good that he gets to make movies. To me, it's weird. He's the guy that everyone's like, oh, you gotta. Uh, Nolan. It's just because it's it's a similar thing to uh, yeah, like Tom Cruise. Like he clearly loves the medium. He has okay. respect for it, and yeah. he's True. he's made smart decisions. Or even when he was making Bat, I mean, he made a classic. You know, even if you don't love his trilogy, it's a, it's still a great trilogy in my opinion. Like, I, I think, don't, right. I don't love as much as some people do, but it's cool that he was able to, in a similar way of a James Gunn, put a stamp of his own on like an iconic character. Sure. And I think Inception is like the perfect go-to of how do you make a high-concept movie for the general public, where you mm. do something that is like a very heady idea, but then you find a way to make it digestible to fucking well, like the Joe Poppies of the world. Well, spoilers, what you described in Oppenheimer sounded like the most retarded shit I ever heard. I mean, there's a, bu- there's <laughs> like, a bunch, there's some dumb stuff. I mean, it's a three hour movie. So yeah, I was but bringing it is up good. some dumb shit. I mean, I see people online that are like fucking cinema. That's what like, I'm you saying. Know, like, I'm like, that's just film bros on him. Like, um, I mean, there's still like it's still a good wa- watch. It's just kind of like, all right, does this need to be three hours yeah, though? I, mean, I don't know about that. I don't have it in. I don't have it in me to do a three-hour biopic. I just, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, what yeah. did you recently do that was three hours though? Didn't you watch a weird one? No, I, guess uh, I watched Back to Back Guardians. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, no, like I was telling you guys, because there's like the fucking, there's the because they he does his Nolan thing like. Whether, you know, you could say he doesn't have style or not. His style is always time. Like, he plays with time. So even in this, it's like we have a, like, early 1950s Oppenheimer that's cutting to, like, a 1930s Oppenheimer that's intercut with, like, maybe early World War II Oppenheimer. Like, these things are kind of 
cutting around all at the same time and little pieces and details start to come together as it builds up. So they're building up his like relationships. He's apparently known as a womanizer. And one of his first mistresses is Florence Pugh's character. And they like are, they like just meet and they're talking at a party and they mention something. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I like to have a little wiggle room when it comes to that. And she's like, I know how to wiggle. And then it cuts and then they're fucking like in the next scene. Like, (laughs) and then that's the point, like they're fucking. And then, she, you know, gets off of him for a second and they're just talking and she walks over to a bookshelf and she pulls a book off the fucking shelf and it's in Sanskrit and she goes back and like mounts him again and she's like, read this to me. And he's like, well, they're describing. And she's like, no, read me the words. And he's like, for I have become death. So <laughs> Destroyer so, of worlds. So a lady boss comes up with the <laughs> quote? No, no. It's I mean, it's from a book or whatever. Yeah, but she gave him the idea for the quote mid Well, she just wanted... not. She didn't necessarily give him the idea. It was a book he was already reading. It's just their way they way they work the line in is when he, when he's when they're fucking. And then it's like... God. It like, sounds I, like I, the I Watchmen love, sex scene. I love that the, the women he falls in love with are all crazy. Oh, like yeah. Florence Pugh's character is like a weird depressive. Like she's like, I, I hate you. Stop bringing me flowers. There's this running bit where he brings her flowers and she throws them away and she's like, stop giving me flowers. Mm-hmm. But then she keeps calling him. Right. And she needs him, but she doesn't want him around, but she needs him because she just needs that fucking good up and dick. movie's good. Maybe I like this. Movie. But then in the midst of that, then he meets Emily Blunt, who's married. And then he just starts fucking her, and then he's like, "We're getting married. We're, you know, we're gonna get married." He gives her that big fat mushroom <laughs> yeah, cloud. Yeah, he gives her that. Hell yeah. He Are does. those the facts? I didn't know this. Apparently, it is the facts because it comes out in like they intercut with these um, uh, commission like like trials that he was put. Wasn't on. that his like, thing? Is like the black when it's black and white. It's him being like, "I am not dramatizing. I am not which is playing with anything. These are these are the." Basically, like, 99.9% accurate things. That's what they've said, is that it's, like, objective. But I feel like they cheat that a little bit. I Probably for the most part it is, but sometimes there's scenes that are clearly, like, dramatized. But either way. Because, yeah, it's intercut with him. Like, he's he's in a backroom commission on trial, basically, for his security clearance. And that's when they're bringing up his left-wing commie past and how that relates. His first mistress was a commie. And then his next wife's husband was uh, like a head of the Communist Party as well. This guy's Jesus. a fucking commie over here. But we needed him because we need to build a fucking bomb. I keep forgetting <laughs> that, that Robert Downey Jr. is in this movie because he's a giant celebrity and they didn't put him in any of the trailers. <laughs> he's in it oh, a little bit, it? but he's always in the black and white parts. And he's like, they make him weird, like a balding. Uh, okay. so you almost but he's still barely in the trailers, right? Yeah, He's in it a little bit, but yeah, you kind of don't really recognize him. And yeah, barely in it. And he's a huge part of the movie, though. And it's weird because now Robert Downey Jr. is on this, like, Marvel shit talk um, uh, parade, apparently. Because I've seen a few headlines where he's like, finally, I get to fucking act. What the fuck, guys? (laughs) And it's like... I mean, you you chose to also make Sherlock Holmes and whatever other dog shit you were making <laughs> no, at the same time. First Sherlock Holmes is good. <laughs> but he was also making, what, like, Due Date? And, like, he was making other movies made, while he was making yeah. Marvel. Like, he didn't have to. Like, yeah, I know he had to be in a bunch of Marvel movies as uh, Tony Stark, but he could have made other things. Yeah. But now uh, he's like, oh, fuck, Well, Andy was finally. great. He was great in the Marvel movies. Well, exactly. But also, and everyone's raving about his performance here, and it, it is good. I get it. But it's also, like... 
dude, you're not doing anything different than you did as Tony Stark, man. Like you're you're still doing Tony Stark shit. <laughs> you're just some like uh, fucking nefarious senator or whatever you are in this movie. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then he meets Emily Blunt, and then he's like, I want to fuck this bitch, and then he you know fucks her, and then he marries her, Hell and then yeah. he has to break it off with uh, Florence Pugh, and she's all sad because she's not gonna get the good dick, yeah. and they even mention other times other bitches he's fucked but then there's a point where they're questioning him about it in the commission and his wife's sitting behind him and they're questioning about this affair he had because even though he married emily blunt he still went back and had sex with florence Pugh at least once and then it like the camera pans by he's in his suit sitting at the table talking and it pans by someone's head and then when it goes to the other side he's naked like like you don't see his dick or anything sure. but he's sitting in the seat naked then all of a sudden as he's telling the story, like Florence Pugh's just riding his dick again, like in the scene. Cause it's like they're visualizing through cinema what it's like to have wow, to lay your style? secrets out. And, and it's to the point where it cuts to Florence Pugh and she's like looking into his wife's eyes while oh. she's. Uh... <laughs> what, did, what did they call? Uh, what is the name of the day when they dropped the atomic bomb? Ha uh, ha, woo. Um, um, I don't know. I we mean, are you thinking of like Pearl Harbor D Day? Oh, D Day, yeah. That's every day with Florence Pugh's D Day. <laughs> yeah, okay. she's yeah, she's Pearl Harboring every day. <laughs> what do you is. think D Day is? Well, D Day was uh, yeah, I'm, Pearl I'm, Harbor. I mean, I mixed up Pearl Harbor. No, D Day's not Pearl Harbor. Is invading Normandy? Oh, is it? Well, I was thinking of days <laughs> that will live in infamy. That's okay. what I got fucked up. Yeah. I feel like mixing up history mixing up Normandy and the atomic bomb is not that weird. They're like super linked to each other. Well, when he said day, I was thinking of day that live in infamy. All right. Yeah. Well, tell us more about the CIA. <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> tell me about it. Tell yeah. me about how Oppenheimer is a CIA fucking plant uh, to brainwash it. Brainwash it into he hating, just work uh, with the CIA or who, I don't know. I don't know much. Unless did he work with the CIA? Because this one's about how I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know anything about Oppenheimer. This is about how they built him up because they needed him because we were worried that the Germans were going to get the bomb and we had to get the bomb first because like. Obviously, we can't have the Germans. And then they use that to then, of course, kickstart the Cold War. So then it turned around where once the war was over, we didn't need him anymore. Mm -hmm. And so it was all about, like, behind the scenes, stripping him down uh, and making him, like, making him nothing. And also, it's about how sad he was that it was like, I can't believe I made the bomb. All Which I, I do agree. I do agree that that's probably like, they even try to make all the sci all scientists. I, the only thing I know about Oppenheimer is like, after it happened, he like toured with like fairs with like the guy who dropped the bomb. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe he was sad about <laughs> well, it. And that's what he had to do for money. Did they cover any of that? They, or portray, is that a wives tale? they portray that a little bit. They make it like. He was sad about it, but what could he do? He had to come out and be patriotic. Sure, okay. Because there is a pretty well-done sequence. fair enough, sure. There's a pretty well-done sequence where he goes out to make the first speech after they they just uh, dropped the bomb and, you know, burnt up all those Japs. <laughs> and uh, everyone's cheering. Yeah. But to him, it's like he has to go on stage, and in, in his mind, it's like he's all fucked up about it, but he has to be like, so we dropped the bomb, and I guess those Jap Japs didn't like it. Uh, they, they they heard it or something like that. They Damn. heard that bomb, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" I have but heard then, that he's always been like notoriously guilty about it because, like, how are you not? But then he's like looking at the crowd, and then even they're they're cheering, and that drops to silence. Yeah. And then we have like the white flash of a bomb, and then like people's skins melting and shit say, while they're I all cheering. And whoa, Jesus. I guess I didn't think. Is about that why this is rated R? 
Oh, yeah, I mean, plus be. yeah, the fucking and the uh, in the bomb and all. Well, that I didn't. Even, for some reason, in my head, I even thought about like, yeah, how sick is the depiction of the bombing? Is it fucking? They don't show. It's not about that, really. Really? Well, but didn't he keep just, saying they just like, show flashes of him seeing it? I thought he kept gloating about how he's like, yeah, we've got a nuke explosion and it's not CG. Well, what was that? That's when they test the bomb in New Mexico. Okay, how but, did? Does it seem like he's full of shit? Well, but I, what, what I think when he says it's not CG, he means, like, they didn't just make a... Like, you know how when they have CG fire? Yeah. Like, I think they probably set off explosions and then composite it. Like, you still use visual effects to put that explosion there, sure. but you're not generating the... I think okay. that's what it's he not means. completely uh, Because computer. I don't think they just obviously dropped a fucking bomb somewhere. Maybe they they did some sort of big explosion. You know how, like... Terminator 2, they blow up a sure. whole huge fucking building. Well, that's yeah. a, the, his statement has always been confusing. I Yeah, I think people just... Because then some people are like, that's not true. There's probably CG. And it's like... I think he's more delineating between computer... Like CG and like and like visual Visual effects, effects. okay, yeah. sure. Okay. Um, yeah, which is... That's not CG if he's using visual effects on like a picture right if he's not literally adding something to it yeah because yeah, i think the thing is that they're using assets that are actual explosions okay. like they're not using they're like reusing them and stuff yeah it's okay. just sim- yeah. like maybe they'll film it on a miniature scale but then it's like added in i mean okay. I, i'd like so to people see- are trying to get them on that <laughs> i think a little bit just well, because it's said- a weird statement yeah. and everyone's been confused what he meant uh. and then he didn't ever clarify he said this crazy thing and then never explained himself well because some some lady had a viral tweet because she did complain of like this movie felt uncomfy because we didn't see like the japanese point of view and it's like but it's so clear the movie's about it's about oppenheimer it's not about i mean it's about yes how we built yeah. the bomb but it's about him. But the point is, like, when it happens, like, once they, f- like, the whole th- rush is like, can we build this bomb? Is it going to work? And then they have, like, a time frame. Like, we need it done by July 15th or whatever it was. And then once they prove that they could do it, they just cut him out of it. Like, they, they're not, like, <laughs> asking him about it anymore. Yeah. He hears, he's trying to figure out what's going on. And he hears that they dropped the bomb on the radio the same way everyone else oh, did. Oh, shit. So yeah. it's not like That's we crazy. see. It's not like we're seeing a sh- uh, 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 a plane going and dropping the bomb or any of that shit. That's it's wild, all from yeah. his point of view. I like okay. that. I do like that because yeah, I was thinking I was like I thought there wasn't the explosion in the movie, but then like yeah, that's a good way to do it. I didn't realize that part of the Oppenheimer story. Maybe I love this movie. Yeah, you know. might like it. It the only I would say it's long. It's I think it's well worth seeing, and the sound is blowing your fucking ears out the whole time. Is it too much? Because it's like. It's the like the other part is just even with young Oppenheimer, it's almost like they're trying to visualize he always had this bomb in his head mm-hmm. because he's just like thinking about physics and then it'll cut real quick to like, <laughs> like, like here's fire, here's a star, <laughs> this is what shit, ha- this is the shit that happens. And I mean, the one of the best part is the test because it really is all the dudes out in the desert and everyone's hyped, like, we're gonna f- is like, first of all, they don't know if it's gonna work. Yeah. Second of all, could it just destroy the world? But <laughs> oh yeah, because there was like a, a limited chance it could just burn the ozone. Yeah, or something. it could just it could like it, set it the could, ozone on it fire. It could literally ignite. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. nitrogen in the air. Or something. Is, <laughs> it's so wild to think a bunch of dudes were like, "That could happen." Like you know, we gotta fucking do this. Anyway. Yeah, let's fucking do. We're it. pretty sure it won't. <laughs> I mean, on this on a such a minuscule small scale, 
Like when Mike and I were just shooting guns out in the desert yeah, when we first that. shot guns, it's kind of that. It's like you realize we get to fucking blow some shit the fuck up. Let's yeah. go, bros. Well, yeah. I heard that they make it like fucking pin drop quiet, and then they just fucking oh, yeah. blow it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bl- they blow your fucking dick off for sure. Did you see like 4D or something? Oh, you saw IMAX. Right? I saw it in IMAX, which I mean, it so it does that thing where. I mean, I don't know if yeah, mo- like I don't know if a lot of people notice it, but yeah, like the aspect ratio changes a lot because sometimes I feel like Nolan's using... the only one that does that anymore. Lots of people yeah. film like for Michael IMAX, Bay but he's the only to... one that changes. I would notice it in Michael Bay movies. Uh, although I guess the last, the latest Mission Impossible, I don't think they shot anything in IMAX. That's why I didn't do it. Interesting. But because I was when I rewatched Mission Impossible Fallout at home, it did it on my on my. I, well, I have the 4K disc, and when it was like in the helicopter, it would be. It would fill my screen and then it would be letterboxed during like the dialogue scene. So huh, they kind of. I don't think I noticed that bit. stuff. It's the main reason why I did, I haven't rewatched it, but I have the the Tenant 4K because it does that. And some of the Disney Plus Marvel movies say that they're like IMAX enhanced. Hmm, so it has. Huh. I mean, it doesn't always add a lot. It's just because it's like, oh, it's a little extra yeah. on the top and the bottom. The only one, yeah, the only thing it's just sort of like, I guess it's not. A spoiler, but it's always like, here comes the thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah oh, that's okay. true. Like, yeah, that's right. like Dark Knight's the only one I think of it happening because that's one of the first ones I remember it happening in. And it did it in even like normal theaters, I feel like. But the thing, well, because that's another one because the, well, I have that on 4K as well. When you watch Dark Knight, it does, you can notice the aspect ratio at the beginning during the Joker thing. Yeah, for sure. And, and, that still translates in home, like at home when oh, you watch it's awesome. it. When it's that first like just shot of the city and it's mm-hmm. slowly pushing in on the building window before it gets blown out, like it's impressive every time you watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it the theater that I think because I went to Barbie earlier, so it wasn't as packed, and I went to 9 p.m. Oppenheimer, so I didn't get out till twelve thirty, uh, yeah, and it was everyone but, like getting off work and like seeing it too. But Oppenheimer was pretty full. And but when I was pulling up, I to what you were saying, Mike, I saw like uh, a guy and his girlfriend. The guy was wearing like a pink Letterman mm-hmm. jacket, and the girl was wearing oh, yeah, like yeah. a pink dress. Like people were. It is impressive, even on a normie level. It's cool that people are excited to go see a movie in a theater. But that's yeah, why I thought it was not, remarkable because like, and they're it, both not retarded movies. Even if yeah. I don't really care, I'll probably see Oppenheimer. Maybe I'll see Barbie. Like but you like, expect, at least they're a little bit elevated because you expect lightsabers, you expect Harry Potter robes, yeah, yeah, shit like that. But I, I was shocked that like, it was, dude, it was more of the women in the audience were dressed up like in some mm. like. Blonde fake wigs or mm. or Barbie looking dresses or whatever than the ones that weren't like it was and I was in a packed theater where more of them were than weren't it was just it was surprising it was like again it felt like exciting and special for some reason and yeah. I'm like it's just the Barbie oh, movie the for some reason they were out fest. they were out for it man well but that's the thing what I did enjoy about watching it was seeing a um it's like seeing a marvel or star wars movie from an outsider's point of view yeah because there are things where they're happening and i'm like oh the way that's presented i'm that's a reference to something i don't know what the reference is but i know that's something sure and then but then also to the point where i'm i'm asking stella and i'm like you're supposed to tell me who the fuck ruth is who's ruth <laughs> where's skipper like, cl- i was like clearly ruth's someone right there although cl- i was there was one that i was like oh that's someone and then it just ended up being i looked it up later it's a 
costume designer. The bus stop. There's an old lady at the bus stop, yes, and then yeah. Barbie the, the looks one at that's her beautiful. and is like, "You're beautiful." And I'm like, "That must be like the creator of Barbie's daughter or some shit." And some article did when I first googled it. It said that that's what it was, and I was like, "Ah, I knew it." And then I read an interview with Greta Gerwig later, and it's like, "Oh no, she's just a costume designer, but she liked the mo like the studio wanted her to cut it because it really has no bearing on the movie, but she just liked the moment that it showed that Barbie was like." reacting to the real world or something like yeah. that yeah um but i was like oh funny enough there's no old ass barbies in barbie land are there and there's only one fat barbie yeah and there's only one trans there's barbie. only one trans barbie so where are all the rest of the goddamn barbies at it was a very good <laughs> trans barbie though i don't know about that but maybe. the voice was the only Sus. tell in my opinion uh, I mean, the voice and the man chest, but yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess I didn't notice the chest. I feel like the voice was a bit like, the only reason I knew it was trans Barbie voice, was because of the voice. The voice was definitely a dead giveaway for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Barbie's fine. Like I, both movies are fine. I wasn't blown away by either of them, really. I think uh, if the whole movie of Barbie was as good as the second half was, I would have really liked Barbie. But I thought the first half of Barbie. I mean, fucking Baby sucked. Goose is the best part of the movie. No, ba Hell dude, yeah. and he again, steals the whole. Movie. In the Hell ultimate yeah. irony, that's what I like to ba hear. Baby Goose is easily the best part of the Barbie movie. That's what I like to hear, but I already knew as a goosehead. That's true. You are a goosehead. <laughs> yeah. Well, because and I I responded to a tweet that I saw earlier, like a viral tweet that popped in my feed that was like, I wish uh, straight dudes loved. Ryan Gosling, like they he's, love he's Ryan like, Reynolds, and I was he's what? Like, what? I responded and I said, "Have you never heard of Drive yeah, and dude. Blade Runner twenty forty nine? It's like any Sigma. Like if you go through a slideshow of any Sigma <laughs> thing, yeah. even if it's a joke, it's yeah. Drive guy. Drive, That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Gosling and Drive is like straight the white guy. joke. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. The stereotype. Okay, it's like Fight Club and Drive yeah. are like. The jokes. You, they don't even have gay movies with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like one romantic comedy. Like, when did you have them? We well, always no. had yeah, them. Whoever, nice guys? Whoever Dude, said that. It's the queer community of big nice guys? That, <laughs> that person is fucking out of touch if they, if they don't realize that Gosling is that guy. That's Ryan insane. Gosling is that guy. He's, he's the for guy sure. for everybody, sure, but he's for sure the last bastion of yeah. straight white guys. Drive guy is straight white guy fucking... Do people buying that jacket We've and shit? We've all added <laughs> the jacket and removed it and added it and removed it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got you the jacket for Christmas. I would have loved it. Yeah, I've I done, would love it. <laughs> I've done it with the uh, Michael Jackson's Letterman jacket from Thriller. I almost I got did, you <laughs> that jacket for Christmas one year. When too. I was making Hello Overtime, I just did it with the Shenmue jacket. I just got it for a hundred dollars. It's like too nice of a jacket to ever wear. Yeah, <laughs> get the Shenmue jacket is what I'm saying. But uh, but yeah, I liked it more than Stella didn't like it. She she was like when it ended she's because I edge lord <laughs> edge lord though did you call her out for being an edge I mean I guess she was being an edge lord like she was like um, <laughs> yes. what did she say she's like I hate men more than anyone and uh, <laughs> what uh, <laughs> no she doesn't huh <laughs> <laughs> and but she thought it was so cornball surface like it was like for lack of a better description anti men but for men. Hell yeah! Well, yes, I, I, I told Jake <laughs> that I it kind of dunks on dudes, but it also feels like it's incredibly sympathetic towards dudes as well. I thought it could have been more so because it still was like the basis was still dudes are dumb, but which is fine because it's not for dudes. But Barbie kind of so takes can make ownership of like being a part of the reason that he sucked, sort of a little bit. But she honestly should have taken more ownership, in my opinion. But there are like. In some um, communities, 
people are twist. I mean, I'm, I'm sure this is part of the troll, but they're like, you know, the movie's actually a tragedy about, you know, Chad Ken and the only the only Chad Ken who has it all figured out, except the only problem was he cares about Barbie. Like that's oh, his biggest fuck. drive weakness. guys saw this movie. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's a, that would be my interpretation of this that movie. Is that he cares about Barbie? I mean, but that guys is that hate women saw the movie. That is the downfall. Is Greta Gerwig based? Is this movie based? This or movie is, is half based. based. Is I don't it, know. Is it neither based. hot nor well, cold? So you no, spit it from your is, mouth. The, I think the biggest problem with the movie is it tries to be everything. It's it's extremely online. But I mean, I guess that's fine because that's who everyone online is. One's excited about it, so they're gonna love it. Yeah, yeah. they you, say patriarchy in the movie like thirty-eight times or something. I like think that. you'd I like swear to God parts of it. Like I think Jeff would like the parts it? where it's just fucking weird. Because mm. that part, if it's just a fucking weird movie. Mm. Like it's just structurally <laughs> weird. Some of the storytelling, it's like they're not even trying to pretend that there's a narrative. Like it's fucking weird. At What's times. the best? But the goose gag. Uh, I like the whole ending with the Ken War. I think that that all the of that's pretty good. The best goose gag is how much uh, he loves horses a ton. Yeah, <laughs> like just so things he loves horses. Yeah, that's good. awesome. I like I, mean, I like the, the beach thing, gag too. I think is, that's pretty good. I mean, it's I, I love goose gag. Oh really? What's I hate beach it's gag? a beat. It's a beat off joke that they say no, no, a no, bunch no. of times. Not oh, the okay. beach off joke. All the right. idea that his job. <laughs> so I. I sorry, spoilers. The beach off joke is. It's in the the beach off jokes in the trailer. Yeah, Ken. Ken points out that. People often mistake him for being a lifeguard. He's not a lifeguard. Okay, that's he j- actually, and I he's like not a surfer. He's just he's beach. beach. Oh. He just hangs out at the beach. He <laughs> is beach. Good. And okay. the way they use that is, he's like, oh man, but, but uh, maybe what if you go to the beach? You'll need me because it's beach. <laughs> like, and uh, the joke is that like, oh yeah, I guess he is just kind of like beach. supposed to stand on the beach and yeah. be there, but not actually do anything there. It's a, I think it's a decent gag. Uh, I mean, there's there's a weird thing where like they have the Mattel guys in it, but for no reason. Yeah, like, it never it doesn't amount to anything. Well, it's so that Greta Gerwig can kind of dunk on them for being gross. Yeah. But then, but then that it's weird. But that's I, such a that's such a uh, current day like like hey, we're the brand and we're making fun of ourselves, but we're still the brand. But the weird thing is when she first brings it up, it's pretty scathing. But then it goes nowhere, and then they also kind of let Will Ferrell later on be like. I'm not one of those guys. And then the movie goes, we know. And so it kind of is like, wait, it was scathing earlier, but now you're kind of like acting like it wasn't even true. Well, there's a point where they say something about money. And then he's like, you think we care about money? We don't care about money. We care about, you know, giving awesome toys. But then like 10 minutes later, there's a point where someone pitches something and he's like, that would be horrible. That's stupid. And then someone goes, that'd make a ton of money. He goes, let's do it. Like it. it just, I don't know. Uh, And then there's like a, there's a teen, there's a tween character who like is pointless. She is. They're only there to uh, to yell at Barbie at a certain point. If and be the like, exact- you represent the uh, un- unusual standards for women, and you've held us back, and blah blah blah. Yeah, you were nothing but bad. Yeah. Like she could have had that moment and not been a main character. Just been yeah. a random girl at the school, and then had all the America Ferrera stuff be the exact same way. But she's just like a divorced mom, yeah, and it yeah. would have played out infinitely exactly better the same, without yeah. the daughter being there. I do like the joke before that, though, where the kids warns Barbie, like, <laughs> you don't talk to her. She's going to get you or something. And she's like, oh, I'll go talk to her. And he's like, tried to warn yeah, her. No one ever listens. Because she gets burned. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's there's a lot of really bit. So I, I described it in my reviews that it's a weird movie. And because it's weird, there's a lot of stuff that's good and a lot of stuff that's bad. Mm-hmm. Movies that are that are whatever this movie is, 
you're never going to get a consistent anything. And so there's there is stuff to like for sure, but there's a it's a there's a lot of dog shit in it as well. It honestly would be a good um, uh, back to back with Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach's uh, other collab with and Netflix's White Noise because that movie's all about being like afraid to die. Huh. And what's well, a way just, weirder like, the movie? Existential, uh, but I'm just saying. Oh no, like, no, I'm saying you're right because yeah. it, it, you, you've like that's when I say it's weird, it's that kind of weird. Yeah. And this, you can still see lots of that in this, but it's also supposed to be what a little bit more because mainstream. I mean, there is just a moment, and this is towards the beginning. It might even be one of the trailers too, where they're all dancing, and then Barbie's like, "Have you ever thought about dying?" And then everyone stops, and I'm like, "Oh, this is like clearly not for children." Yeah, no, at all. Like, Dude, there was a little girl <laughs> in the movie who kept in my movie who kept like. Asking her mom, like, About why? <laughs> no, no, being like, why is Barbie so sad? Yeah, mom, yeah. why is Barbie sad? Mom, why is sad, honeys? Like, why did Barbie do that? Mom, I want Barbie to be happy. Like, she, and like everyone in the theater could hear it. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I get it. Because it's like, you know, Guardians Three isn't really for kids either. Uh, um, it's, I'd say it's kind of like the, but Guardians Three has four less beat off jokes than. Uh, or hand yes. job jokes, I, I guess I should say, than Barbie does. Because Guardians, I, I guess, not really even a hand. It's not. It's not a beat off joke. It's more of a hand job joke where they say something like, "You could touch Peter and make him better" or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And then Groot says something like, "Not like that." Yeah. But yeah, in this one, they're like, "I'm gonna beat you off," and it's like, "I'll beat myself off." It's like, "I'll beat you off harder than everyone." You know what's else. weird is that is in the trailers, and that joke tonally doesn't match almost any other, <laughs> other humor in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm convinced that they asked that because because what I'll say is having seen the trailer in the movie, the trailer is not representative of the movie at all. And they well, must they, have had a really hard... a lot, yeah. They, well, they had to have a, a hard time actually making a trailer. I think they added that stuff so they could have some jokes for the trailer mm. because in the movie it doesn't make sense and in the movie it's like again tonally humor wise it doesn't feel like the humor anywhere else in the whole movie yeah yeah and so true. it kind of feels like a hey we need you to make some stuff we can put in a trailer just so we can make a trailer because your movie's fucking bizarre <laughs> to the point where the first trailer is like the first two minutes of the movie which was yeah. a little surprise. I thought that that was one of those trailers like we were talking about that they just don't make anymore where it's not from footage of the That's movie. That's what I uh, thought it was. Too, uh, and then yeah. it is actually the very beginning of the movie. But uh, like, I think that they asked, they probably asked for some of that stuff because otherwise, how the fuck do you make a trailer for this movie? Because they hide so much. And the trailer itself is like, I guess in the broadest of strokes, the movie is about Barbie leaving Barbie land to go to the real world and then dealing with those consequences in the bro like the broadest of broadest strokes that's barely what the movie's about like huh. the like that that part of the movie i would argue is resolved 30 minutes in really and then the rest Weird. of a I of a 2 hour long saw a movie trailer for this movie oh, okay <laughs> I don't know how i did that yeah, it's, 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 i mean the opening it's it is 2001 it's yeah. the in, instead of the the Maybe monk the obelisk and yeah, stuff it's, it's uh, oh, just a giant like barbie and and they have the they have baby dolls that they're like smashing and Oh, I did see this. I didn't think that. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, like you, you thought that that was created for the trailer. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I would have I would have bet money. But huh. Yeah, it's like I th I really do think that they probably did that beach beach you off stuff because it's just a what it's just kind of a I don't know like looking back on it I was just like that doesn't fit this movie very much at all. But I I think you'd like the weird stuff and I think you'd like Baby Goose. 
but I think you Maybe would probably come away being like, oh, I hated all the stuff that you guys thought I'd hate, and I did like the stuff you guys thought I'd like. Am I still a bottom if I take my mom to it? Because I want to be a bottom. I yeah, you could be here, bottomheimer. I went okay. alone, and three girls were like, whoa, you were here alone? Can we blow you? And then I got blown That's by whoa. all of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Uh, there's just a kid in Oppenheimer. Like, why is he so sad? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Kurt. Um, I hate so my son, Kurt. <laughs> anyways, Christopher Nolan's older brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Costa Rica unsuccessfully applied for Nolan to be extradited from the United States in 2009. They made a number of claims and the circumstances surrounding uh, uh, Cohen's death. Wait, who's Cohen? Is Cohen the person he supposedly killed? Wow. Ooh. Oh, I was going to ask this earlier. Bombback, why do I know him? What does he do? I've Noah like Bombach, he's an indie uh, director. What's his movies, though? Like, I've heard the name. Have he, I seen I it? mean, he did Marriage Story, he did White Noise, he did... Uh, so he's new? I thought this was like an older... No, Squid and the Whale, he did way back when. Oh, that I was saw in that a long time ago. Francis Ha is with Greta Gerwig, which I'd never seen. I think People he left love his, that movie. I think he left his wife for, Fran- for uh, Greta Gerwig. Well, I mean... Um, Oh, he wrote. He's a credited writer on the Life Aquatic. Oh, really? Yeah. You can you can tell. Aquatic. You uh, can like Margot at the wedding. I remember liking that. He's also credited on a writer for Fantastic Mr. Fox. And yeah, that would, that oh, makes sense that too. Great too. Actually, you know what? That's I would say that's not about, not the quality of the film, but the tone of this movie it's is like very a, is like kind a, of fa- mess, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Well, since his name. Uh, Asteroid City guy? It's that sort of vibe? Anderson. No, no, that's why I say it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't uh, say it's the same kind of movie, tonally? but the tone of, of specifically Super Fantastic dry. Mr. Fox mm. reminds me of Barbie. Well, because huh. everyone's talking about how Greta Gerwig's like a sellout now, but that's why they're also bringing up because at, uh, back in 2012, Noah Baumbach also wrote Madagascar 3. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll take the fucking paycheck. Well, yeah, sure. Who cares about that? I, uh, I would say I came out of this movie being surprised that someone that clearly didn't want to make the generic Barbie movie got to make this movie. I won't say it's like a piece of art or anything. And I think you described it as like, it's subversive in all the ways you expect. Uh, I also think it's subversive in some ways you won't expect, but I am surprised they made the Barbie movie this way. So I feel like she probably, she got to keep a lot of her identity. Which movie do you think I would like more? Do you think I like Oppenheimer or Barbie more? Hmm. I think you'd like Barbie more, if I'm being honest. Uh, Having not seen um, Oppenheimer. I mean, I don't know, because I don't know if you you, you don't seem like to be... Uh, they both have things you won't like, yes. so I don't know. Because uh. Barbie has some eye-rolly shit. I just, more, yes. I just appreciate the fact that there, you could see they put some effort into a silly thing. Like, you didn't have to, but they did. Yeah. I'll go and see these movies. How about that? I'll see. I think Oppenheimer's more talky, though, because it becomes a procedural for the sure. last hour. It's, but I do like those sometimes. I mean, yeah. what did you, do you like? It's 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 not similar, but it feels like a Nolan version of, like, you've seen Oliver Stone's JFK? I haven't, no. Which uh, I should. <laughs> for definitely or even, see. like, Social Network, maybe. I don't like. What about Frosty? Oh, I love Social Network. I've only seen it once. Wait, you? Oh, yeah. 
uh, social networks are because the way social network it's similar to because he's also in these hearings and these well, interviews. I should say I didn't like. I liked it when I saw it and completely forgot about it. So I guess that that's also every member. <laughs> so maybe it's not a diss on social. I network. thought the first. I don't think I'm, I wouldn't say you'd have to rush out to see either of these movies, but I think they're worth seeing. The first I mean, half of Barbie I thought was genuine. Like I was like, this sucks. I don't like this. Yeah, but by the end of the movie, I I was like, oh, this movie was fine. But the first half is also a lot of like. I'm sure if you're a girl or a homo um, uh-huh. <laughs> or if you grew up playing with Barbies, because that's where it's all like, yes. there's that Barbie, there's that playhouse. Like you could tell all their shit was a legit reference. Yes. It was funnier like, in the second half because they're doing weirder stuff. Yeah, yeah. You could tell it was a lot like, oh, that's the the playhouse. That's the dog. That's yeah. the car. Like all the things were real things. It was like, you know. Watching fucking uh, like one of the initial Marvel movies when you're just excited, when you're just like, holy fuck, I never thought I'd see Doctor Strange in a fucking movie, you know? There's an attention to detail. They also try to make it look like, like they tilt zoom her when it's her driving in her car and it literally, like you can tell it's real footage that they tried to make look fake by making it tilt, uh, what is that what they call it? Tilt like zoom? a Dutch angle or something? I think they call Dutch it tilt zoom. zoom where it looks like toys. Like you look like you're looking at toys. Uh, I don't know. Or like you're looking yeah, at a model. I think it's called tilt so. zoom. Um, oh, like when they when it almost looks like... Um, when it almost looks like... Uh, what's it called? Uh, like you're looking at miniatures. Like, yeah, like miniatures. Yeah. yeah, I think that's called tilt zoom. They do that when she's driving. They do a lot of weird angles when like she's... Like when time is passing, they keep doing this thing about how she gets from real world to Barbie world. And it just like... It looks like a like a set of a like for a play. Like they do a lot of stuff like that, but there's a ten- an attention to detail about like when they're on the beach, the sand is not sand; it is plastic sand. The water is a wave. Tilt, tilt shift. Tilt shift. That's it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I they they do some it. stuff Thank because you, they're in like a world where they are not the toys, but the world is a toy world. But they huh. just think of it as normal. Yeah, I think I will see both movies. I definitely will see Barbie. I feel like, and then I. would what the stuff that sounds really dumb in Oppenheimer sounds really dumb, but some of the other stuff sounds good. I, I would say that you will feel the same way about Barbie. I think the stuff you hate, you'll definitely hate, but you'll probably come away liking stuff. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, again, I still get the impression where a lot of it is kind of like men are fucking stupid, right? Men are <laughs> dumb, and they do a little bit to be like, ah, not really, but then also like, yeah, they fucking are. But also, I understand that's because it's for the ladies, and the ladies want to yeah. hear that. They and the gaities and the ladies. A funny thing in the chat, Goldbrecker said, "How old am I?" My school took me to see, all, like, a class to see Oliver Stone's JFK. Like, there's no way they knew it was like the way it is, right? Yeah, it's that's like hella weird. conspiracy. I mean, it's not how, like well, what grade? I guess. Right, but like they must have thought like a biopic, not like I know I haven't seen it, but I know it's like straight up conspiracy movie, right? Yeah. Isn't it all about like the CIA killing him? Yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> so like I if, think it kind of goes through all the different. I mean, I haven't seen. I saw it when I was young, but I kind of think it goes through a few. Like it kind of tries to lay them out. It basically does say like the real story is not the real story. Like. That's what that part's mag- definitive. They talk about the magic bullet, like sure, like this. How could this happen? And then back into the left, back into the left, okay, back yeah. into the left, like, and they keep showing his fucking head blowing up and his, but he's going backwards even though the bullet came from behind him. Yeah, uh, 
But yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I guess like depends on how gra- what. Imagine grade they you were just in. thought it was like a story about what happened, not like here's <laughs> all the. I mean, unless it was a super progressive school, I don't know. I would think a school would just be like, yeah, see a history movie, sure. Yeah. And then it's like, well, they I could did see, it. <laughs> I could see depending on how because cool. especially this is the '90s. Oh. So it's in the '90s. It's pre 9/11. We got more innocence around us. The really the only thing we really had to to. Well, that we Call talked in. about was JFK. Call in. I could see if you had the young, cool history teacher, because sure. at least we had the young, cool history teacher, except to him, rather than taking us to JFK, he would just flirt with the young girls. <laughs> so if you had the young, cool history teacher, I could see him being like, hey, 10th graders, come on with me. We're going to go see... I'm gonna we're we're going on a field trip and see JFK. <laughs> yeah, we could all go. The girls, you. <laughs> Why well, not a Catholic school? He said, "Oh, that's even weirder." Wow. Yeah. I think it's just someone who didn't know. Yeah. That's what, what that I was movie thinking. was. I was thinking yeah. they thought it was like Lincoln or something. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Totally. <laughs> Or they think that it's way more historical. The first scene is like, God, is it real? <laughs> killer, what is it? Natural born killer stuff starts happening. Jesus. <laughs> I gotta see natural born killers again. That movie's wacky. Uh, so, yeah, Matthew Nolan was arrested and charged with the murder of accountant Robert Cohen in Costa Rica. What? Uh, and then, what did he? Fl- I guess he fled. So they charged him with the murder of an accountant, and then he fled to the U.S., and they then. Costa Rica tried to get him extradited from the U.S. to Costa Rica. And another man, uh, Luis Alonso Douglas Meja, was initially convicted of the murder in 2005. But the extradition court documents point to Nolan's involvement as a hired killer. Costa Rica contends that Meja contacted Nolan uh, and for an undetermined amount of money hired his services, both of them planning the manner in which they would deprived the victim of his freedom in order to later murder him. Uh, the site states that Costa Rica did not submit evidence corroborating its assertion that Maya hired Nolan for the express purposes of mur- murdering Cohen. Is that why they wouldn't extradite him? Uh, I guess, yeah, because they didn't have the... Because you got to imagine like, if yeah. they could show something even kind of concrete that they'd be like yeah here you go so it's not right to suggest that he's a hitman or a hired killer as he's only been accused and he's not been found guilty there's more evidence and testimony about his code name though as he seemingly did use the name oppenheimer um i guess there's more evidence about that than him being a killer it seems there's provable evidence that matthew nolan used the alias matthew mccall McCall Oppenheimer, which includes testimony and email records that he refers to himself as M.M. McCall Oppenheimer. So maybe I missed this. So is he being accused of killing someone he knew or being hired to kill someone? No, he was hired by someone else to kill someone in Costa Rica. That's crazy. So what is the code name? Is that just them being like, well, look, you're... Uh, normal people don't have code names. Is that their 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 angle? According to a British newspaper, the British newspaper, The Times, in 2010, they suggested that Nolan chose the name Oppenheimer to link himself to the immensely wealthy Oppenheimer diamond family. The choice of Oppenheimer as a name appears to be related to the South African diamond dealers, not the scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer, who is huh. the focus of Christopher Nolan's latest film. Matthew Nolan was never con- convicted of being a hitman or of involvement in a murder. In 2009, four years after the death of Cohen, he filed for bankruptcy in Chicago. He was arrested by agent, uh, FBI agent Pablo Araya that year and charged with Cohen's murder by Costa Rican authorities. 
However, a judge in the U.S. did not see sufficient evidence to extradite him, leaving him leading him to the Central American country, eventually abandoning their request in 2010. Huh. Um, when were, like, the Dark Knight movies coming well, out? Well, that's right. This was, like, well, <laughs> yeah, because Dark Knight was 2008. Whoa. Dude, Nolan must have been so stoked that none of this was causing any problems. <laughs> well, imagine now. Like, that's all they would talk about. Yeah, I feel like. It would be How the news cycle 24-7. Like, we had, but that's, I guess, on Twitter when we were being... Because he's CIA. <laughs> That's that's around that time in Twitter. That's when we were just making pedophile jokes and saying like, "Heading out," <laughs> instead of tweeting like, "Think I'll take a nap." The power nap thing was so incredible because you posted your memory and then I checked mine and yours was what like taking a power nap, Jeff X C yeah, style. Yeah, like I was referencing your and power my, nap tweet. My tweet was just taking a power nap. <laughs> All right, yeah, I was like power nap swag or something. Power nap ponage. Well, Matthew Nolan was held in Metropolitan Correctional Center in Chicago. He attempted to escape. And was sentenced to 14 months in jail as a result. After serving his time, he was released. His current whereabouts and condition are unknown. What? You know what I've heard? This guy's an assassin. <laughs> that's actually. That's no weird. wonder, like Nolan, like he is CIA. That's weirdly consistent, though. I've heard that people that are being threatened with extradition know that it's better to be in an American prison yeah, than whatever yeah. might happen, whether you're guilty or not, and that often the easiest crime is while you're being held. You assault one of the police guards or you try to escape because then they what they do instead is they fast track you in that case. So you get you, you for like a year or whatever. Yes. You're just in a U.S. You're tied prison. up in U.S. stuff and so. you don't have to worry about winding up in a Mexican prison or a Brazilian prison. Do you think Costa Rica like has like hardcore dog the bounty hunter guys that even if they don't extradite you, they'll just try to come and kidnap it's like, you. It's like, like fucking like, Craven the Hunter shows yeah. up. <laughs> I don't know enough about them. I, I, I thought they were like a uh, territory of us, but that's Puerto Rico. <laughs> that's oh, I was like, yes, I was like yeah. they can't extradite? <laughs> what? I, I guess they get, do do extradition, but we didn't see sufficient evidence for our, our assassin that's in the CIA. Yeah, why else are you hanging out in Costa Rica unless you're going there to murder someone for money? Vacation. And I, and I love how he's like, I better hide my name. I want to be, I want people to think I'm from the Oppenheimer Diamond family, not the brother of the director of the Dark Knight, of Heath Ledger's The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Heath Ledger's The Dark Knight is the, the should be the title. Uh, but that's just wild because, and then meanwhile, like that's his younger crazy. brother. They just work on movies and, and shit together. And then the older brother's like, fuck you, homos. I'm going to go <laughs> I'm gonna go kill dudes, and dude's rocking. <laughs> They're like, cool, dude. Have fun. Now I'm We're bankrupt. <laughs> then, yeah, he did go bankrupt because he had to actually file. <laughs> That's how he got caught. So apparently he didn't pay well. Oh, uh, man, I'm seeing another article here related. Irish actor playing Oppenheimer proves that, once again, the Jews don't count. What do you think about that, Jeff? <laughs> I mean, I agree with them. I don't know what that statement even means. Oppenheimer's Jewish, and now they just got an Irish guy. They didn't. They couldn't get a real uh, Jew to be to play Oppenheimer. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, Nolan almost gets a pass because he always just works with actors he knows. Mm. So the very fact that like the main character is an actor he's worked with in like tons of his movies he could probably be like oh had nothing to do with that i just knew that uh, I, that my boy would nail it i don't understand this move by the aac you know to be like no we made the nuke <laughs> like don't you should if anything that's your whole mission is to be like no we didn't do that like you shouldn't be like yeah well i mean yeah it was all the whole thing was they were trying to get all the jewish physicists together you know so they could defeat the the, the nazis right 
So I guess, but so that's what the angle they're going with? Because I feel like it's bad publicity to be like, no, we made yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was us. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, that's the opposite of what they do now. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, fuck, I lost it. It was something on the... Oh, actually, it, it was a tweet I saw, but it was a pretty good point because Killian Murphy's been in every Christopher Nolan movie except Interstellar, and Interstellar's huh. main character is searching for someone named Murphy. <laughs> oh, wow. So he just loves him so much. <laughs> please come back, please. Aww. You know what? Was he, he filming? <laughs> Bottomheimer, indeed. Wow. <laughs> oh, I never fuck. thought about that. Dude, they definitely fucked. They had to have. They're, it's Hollywood, right? Who, I mean, who was recently quoted? Oh, it was uh, Venom. What's his name? Tom Hardy. Uh-huh. Said what? Well, I mean, maybe it wasn't recent. I just saw the headline recently where in an interview, someone asked him if like he's ever been attracted or had sexual relations with men. And he's like, of course I have. I'm an actor. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure YouTube had a fucking field that, yeah. day conspiracy. YouTube Mel, loved that. That's what Mel was saying, but the, <laughs> he gets a pass to just say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. I'm trying to Google it now. Is it misquoted? Oh, he denies gay rumors. Claims he was misquoted. I love out. Then he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> They're not all gay. <laughs> Claims he was misquoted. Because uh, someone was like, shut up. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Has spoken out against speculation that he's had sexual relations with men <laughs> after he claims he's misquoted in a magazine with uh, Marie Claire magazine. The English actor said he never regrets anything he's done, but added, It's a shame that things are misconstrued and I don't get the opportunity to explain. Cop out. He's uh, not saying that he didn't do gay shit. Okay, so yeah, it was an interview with Attitude magazine. He reportedly confessed that he had experimented sexually with men. But the actor claims he meant for a film role, not in real life, as he was promoting uh, the part of Handsome Bob, a gay mobster, in Guy Ritchie's Rock and Rolla. Huh. Okay. I've never put my penis in a man. Okay, based. <laughs> he told I thought he was. I thought he was like because I was unhappy with that statement at first <laughs> because it sounded like he wasn't denying it, so uh, he could still get both that's sides. Funny, I've never no, put okay. my penis in a man. This is well. Here's the but full also quote. wait a minute. Dry. He sucked a dude though. He's definitely blown a guy. Here's the full quote. I've never put my penis in a man. I've never had my cock in in, in my ass. Wait, hold on. Had a cock. I've never. Oh yeah, I've never had a cock in my asshole, and I have no fucking desire for it. If that's what you like, cool. It doesn't do it for me, said Hardy. Well, they really misconstrued his quote. <laughs> yeah, they uh, fucked that see, one I up. I thought he was gay this whole time. That's also what you would say if you did gay shit and you're regretting it. Although in the original article, when asked if he had ever had sexual relationship with men, Hardy answered, quote, as a boy, of course I have. I'm an actor for fuck's sake. I'm an artist. I played with everything and everyone, but I'm not into men sexually. So I guess that kind of tracks. So what you made out, you blew. I think he gave a out. slightly jokey answer. Yeah, yeah. With a tad bit of truth in that, like, oh yeah, uh, when you're young and you're not thinking about <laughs> it that way, it's silly and you're not. It's like you and your friends are fucking like, like, oh look at your I dick. Let, I let Killian Murphy blow me, but that dude's a homo. <laughs> 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 yes, and they also had Tom Hardy play a Jewish guy on Boardwalk Empire. Ooh, Boop. was it? Wait, was Beep he on Boardwalk Empire? Are you thinking of that other show? Or, uh, yeah, not Boardwalk Peaky Empire. Blinders? Peaky yes, Blinders. Peaky He's Jewish. Blinders. Is he Jewish? So Wait, are Tom in that Hardy too? and Killian Murphy both in that? Oh, was it Killian? Yes. 
Yeah, I always thought it was like Cillian or whatever. I always but that's said because Cillian. I'm not an Irish idiot. You don't know. speak the but tongue. It's, yeah, well, it's Killian. Oh, you okay. don't speak the Gaelic. I've been saying it correctly ever since I learned like three weeks ago how to say oh, okay. it. <laughs> Killian does sound cooler. It does. Cillian sounds dope. Sounds I mean, more like Irish fairy stuff. That's why I thought it was. That's why too. I always thought it was yeah. accurate. Well, there's an artist, Killian Ang. But he spells his name K-I-L-L-I-A-N. That's yeah. why I always knew his name properly. But I mean, I guess, yeah, it's like it Seamus. super Irish. Killian. You know, Seamus is like Seamus or whatever. Yeah. Seamus. Seamus. Or uh, what was our one fan? Oif. Yeah, <laughs> they Oif. They go crazy with the... Oh, Chris Chris. <laughs> Once you get into Gaelic, it's just letters. Yeah, we did, we're like, what is it? And they're like, oh, it's Eefy. And you're like, that's Eefy? <laughs> <laughs> this one's for my Gaelics. Um, Tom Hardy's Gaelic. <laughs> yeah. No, but never with a penis. He's, he's never, Gaelic just as a boy. Sure. Just as a boy, Gaelic to penis. Yeah, he did only as a boy, of course. I'm a, I'm yeah, a fucking actor. I was an actor as a little kid, sure. Of course, I've Gaelic and been Gaelic. Who's on the line? Yo, it's Jams. What Yo, what up, Yo. Jams? What up? So, my middle name is spelled K I L L A M. Like how you were saying earlier, yeah. and I've always said, "Kill him." Kill well, maybe him. that's what it is. Killian? Well, this one. Well, do you have the other L's? Name I think is spelled K I L L I A N. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just gonna lie then from now on. <laughs> yeah. So wait, how's Cillian spelled? Now I can't remember how to spell Killian Murphy's name. I thought it was C I L L I A N. Yeah, C I L L. Oh yeah, you don't have the E in there. I'm sorry, I can't give it to you. I mean, we just I had to pitch. <laughs> we just had to pitch a movie with a leprechaun for the Patreon, and we we made sure to keep it real with Irish actors. Yeah, so we, we have to look out. We did for the that on thing. the Patreon. <laughs> it's the only thing we respect is Irish actors. <laughs> <laughs> Putting our oh, foot good. down. As a Californian, I really appreciate that. <laughs> thank you guys. Hey, thank you. Hey, no problem. Kill him. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Later, man. Um. Ooh. Oh, I guess before we finish up part one. Have you heard of this movie, Dear David? It's a horror movie based on a Twitter thread. What? No. No. Must be great. Let's, oh, let's peep it. <laughs> Who made it? Is some, it like a Twitter chillers? Return? Just some Twitter guy made it. Uh, oh, it looks good. It's like based off of his real... Hold on. Wait, it happened to him? Yeah, it's based off, yeah, it's based off at actual events, like his real thread, apparently. I'm hmm. so excited for BuzzFeed Studios. I think this is the guy who recently went viral because he had a tweet that was like, uh, oh, he was like, Jordan Peele's the best horror director ever. No other directors had three bangers in a row. Oh. And even Jordan Peele had to be like, slow down, about? guy. What are like, you talking about? He's John like, Carpenter had like he, that's what he said. He goes, I won't stand for John Carpenter slander. Yeah, like, come on. ridiculous. <laughs> and not even just John Carpenter, but yeah, we're going with the GOAT. BuzzFeed Ghostly, Studios goat. Ghostly Squid, is this actually an ARG or are you goofing? Like, is this? I didn't. I only saw the trailer real quick on social media. Oh, it's are they trying to make it into a thing? I mean, is this actually? I didn't look into it. Wait, those gay ass comics? That moron that makes these terrible comics? Is it? I don't know. Dude, these are the gayest comics. Dude, these comics suck. They're so (laughs) So bad. They're so annoying. We gotta go through these. No, Jim, you know it. The pushing up against your lips. Let people like things. Yes, okay. It is that guy. That's this guy. Is he playing himself as well? 
I don't know. He looks like a fat. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> this guy fucking sucks. Let me see. Sorry. Here. Adam Ellis. <laughs> yeah, your comics are. So, here's us. Your comics are so. <laughs> okay, so no, someone else is playing him. But yeah, Adam Ellis is the guy based on the Dear David tweets by Adam Ellis. Uh, okay, well, I'm instantly. Like Just, Justin I, Long is in this movie too. I'm instantly not in interested in this. What? Justin, no. Like the worst possible use of your energy. Oh, my Twitter's making me drink. joined BuzzFeed, your art got super lame. And you die in a fire. Don't judge me. Sometimes you gotta troll the trolls. Might roll up in my mid-chest. Makes a tweet, goes to sleep. Wakes up to horror, everybody. What? Wait, what? Do you know how to find out who this handle belongs to? You what? Really think a weird account is haunting your apartment? <laughs> Dear David. He was only 10 when his mother went insane. Linda, it's Dr. Landers. This is not my son! He is your son, and you put him in a coma? Oh my god. So what they're the just, fuck? They're kind of just doing, like, it starts off with social media and Twitter, but then it just turns into, like, a kind of a Blumhouse yeah. rip-off like movie. If you're going to base the idea of some Twitter thing on a movie, you just skip... All of the Ellis crap at all, and literally just have it be about some guy who gets the tweet, like the tweet at him, like that. You just skip any of that actual relation stuff, and it makes it infinitely better. But the thing, I mean, maybe, maybe it's because I'm online, so this stuff I immediately roll my eyes at, because I feel like it immediately undercuts it. It makes it boring. Yeah. But I'm, but on the other hand, like unfriended i think is fine because it feels more it's like a found footage movie or even sure. host i thought was really yeah. good yeah host's awesome uh, but like this i thought it, for sure it was going to be the soccer guy and then it's just a fucking ghost well movie. i mean realistically let's say you that you say there's a movie where a guy on twitter is being a dickhead and someone calls him out on it and so he's extra mean to that guy yeah and then he finds out that that twitter account the person that owned it is like been dead for a long time. They don't actually tweet it. And he's like, no, I swear I got the tweets. Yeah, yeah, and I've been yeah. seeing the guy like, I'm not saying that's like I the best expect- idea, but you could take that, like you could picture that movie totally existing. But this adds the weird, like trying to way to include the real stuff into it. I just didn't expect like a Blumhouse jump movie. Like they're yeah. doing like a haunted house movie now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And that's it's a weird not a cool subversion to me. It's a, like a generic subversion. It's like a weird leap because especially even in the trailer, he goes to sleep and all of a sudden he wakes up to ghosts in his house. Yeah. Uh, who's on the line? Hey, it's Nick. Yo, what's up? Um, so, Jim, you were saying like because you're online, you think like maybe this you roll your eyes at this. I I don't know if it's online. I just I just think there are people that like they will eat the crap because I saw you know Indiana Jones in the theater. Yeah. And I didn't like it, and I and at the end of it, I heard the people next to me being like, "Oh my God, that was like the greatest movie I've ever seen." Ooh. Are you like who are these people, right? And then I I saw the um, the Jennifer Lawrence um, No Hard Feelings movie. Yeah. Um, and people then I took it. my doctor, the groomer. 
and the groomer was having a conversation with another groomer, and she's saying, like, oh, I saw this hilarious Jennifer Lawrence movie. It was so funny. I'm like, who are these, like, how, do you, how, do you, how does your mind work, right? You know, they, they're funny. And then from there, it just, it just um, snowballs in my head, like, oh, this is how, you know, like, somebody could be a Nazi. Like, they just follow the programming. Like, yeah. I could totally see this person, like, oh, it, it's just, yeah, yeah, they'll 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 follow whatever and they'll they'll persecute whoever yeah. or like they'll just buy whatever. It's like the consumer mindset, you know. I think that's true, but I give some people the benefit of the doubt because I would say like I could see if someone doesn't, and I'm not trying to like put them down and bring myself up or something, but I'm just saying if someone doesn't. If they're not interested in movies the same way I am, they're just like, oh, I throw a movie on every They don't now know and any then. better, right? I could see, and, and like, I'm not even saying like they're dumb. I'm just saying it's not something they're that interested in. So they could go sit down and watch like a generic comedy. And partially maybe because they don't follow comedy a lot, they're going to laugh because they're like not expecting the jokes. Yeah. They're not expecting in the my, rhythm. In my or mind, s- those people would be like, I don't watch movies and this is an okay movie. This sucks. If I don't watch movies and I watch an, uh, Indiana Jones, it's three hours of bullshit. Like, I watch movies and I don't do it because I know I'd be pissed. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I could see just someone that like, if you've loved Indiana Jones, like not saying that I don't love Indiana Jones, but there are certain people who are like, it's their th- main thing. Like I, I think Indiana, it's the best trilogy of all time. But then it's but it's also like the people that they collect. They have multiple fucking Indiana Jones hats. They got all the figurines and everything. Yeah. Where no matter what, if it's just Indiana Jones, they're gonna like it. I could see them being like I just, that rocked. I guess I've. Just, I'm not like, saying they're I right. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand how you could be that into Indiana Jones and then like. Just be okay with whatever Indiana Jones movie. Like you, you. I mean, I, in maybe a way, not yeah. everyone is crazy like me, where you love a thing. And you, yeah. I, well, and, and I'm almost putting it in my myself in the shoes of like when I walked out of Attack of the Clones, I was like, that rocked. Uh, sure. Okay. Even though there's a part of me that was like, I know that didn't rock, <laughs> but I'm still kind of like, fuck. We and stayed like, up till 3 a.m. to watch it, and we were excited for time. It for convinced a year. you, and and like, and plus I was can just you younger. See the connection. Yes. From from that and to being like, oh yeah, you know, like let's let's put them in a furnace or like, oh yeah, like the Chinese <laughs> are worthless. Yeah, like, yeah. You I, can, I I like mm-hmm. when I'm seeing this and I'm like I'm like noticing like the people and like they live like it's like obey and like consume. You know that yeah. that's mm. what I'm getting the vibes from this from my dog groomer saying like <laughs> no hard feelings is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm I'm losing it, but that's no, what I I'm think yeah, I think you're on to something. I think it's tapping into a similar part of the brain. Yeah, pursue that. Good job, Nick. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. Have a good night. Love you. Thanks. Love you, dude. Love you, too. I love you, Nick. But also, what I was kind of <laughs> getting you, at, Killian. too, <laughs> but what I was kind of getting at, too, is, like, say an old person who, like, barely knows what Twitter is. Like, if they saw this trailer, they're like, that's how it works. Yeah. You get haunted. <laughs> you go online. Yeah, you get I love it. It's an internet ghost. It's an internet ghost. That's fine. Or to them, is it, like, more of an interesting hook because they're like, fuck, Wow. Just, Shit, the internet could be like that. I just like, not that they imagine, think it's real, but yeah. just because again, they just don't know any better. Yeah. I can't they just don't know any like, better. Knowing what Twitter is and then being interested in this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, when you don't know true. what Twitter is, old people go to every movie, every single one, and they, they have nothing else. And they have to nothing do. else to do, and then they will just walk out if they don't like it. That happens constantly. I'm constantly in movies where I'm like, "How the fuck are they here?" And then, yeah. sure enough, 25 minutes in, they're like, "Nope." I dude, I'll is that everywhere or is that movie? a Vegas thing? Because I know people I get like caught everywhere. I, I heard it mentioned on another film podcast I listened to that yeah, old people see. So I think it is a. Huh. I mean, probably in like 
other i guess vegas is kind of an old person area florida is an old person well, and i know area. they get like tons of comps and stuff they're gambling all day they probably yeah. just get yeah. free movies i, I live near like, sun city too so yeah retired people it's like you wake up at 6 a.m you have nothing to do and yeah. you're like fuck i'll go see the picture yeah you literally just uh, go see every movie and then you're like who cares i spent seven dollars if i don't like it i just leave i guess well, it's like when you don't work for a week but like yeah. you not go on vacation or something yeah no it's just kind of like i'm on a fixed it income and i i don't have anything to do and my my kids won't talk to me uh but also i mean it was the yeah, best I guess it's really sad <laughs> it is and then you end up going to see dear david opening <laughs> night this sucks <laughs> this fucking sucks like my life uh, oppenheimer's not a jew <laughs> <laughs> you're yelling at the oppenheimer movie i went to see a mission impossible in 4d last saturday and uh it was so great because First, you have the demo, like during before the movie starts, they have a demo commercial of 4DX just to show you like what's going to happen. Oh, it's that's like, the one where you're like, yeah, it's like a fake action. Dude, scene. it's like oh. a roller coaster. You're being I saw the footage. You you're get getting, fucking whipped around. I never thought crazy. about old fucks. <laughs> that's what I so like the demo happens. And I've seen a few movies in 4DX. The demo's always hilarious because I even though I've done it, I forget what it's like. Never mind. There's a bunch of people that clearly have never yeah. done, and ev- but most people are laughing though because they're like, "Holy shit, yeah. this is what the they movie's realize what be. they're in for." But then during the opening <laughs> of Mission Impossible, that like we're getting fucking whipped around for like 15 minutes. It's just some lady with like her her, her brittle yeah. bones just <laughs> bent backwards, like ah. Dude, yeah, you just hear this old guy to his wife, and he goes. Maybe we should go find one where the seats don't move. Like, because clearly they had no idea. They were like, oh, what's the next showing? They, 6 p.m.? Yeah, they just looked Let's at the time go. and yeah. didn't look at anything else. They didn't realize it was $20. <laughs> it was like $5 extra than yeah, their they're regular being poked ticket. in the back, spun around, <laughs> like water spraying them in the face. But they <laughs> had a, cause, and I think there was another couple that just I saw silently get up and leave. But then this guy had to make sure everyone knew because yeah. he had to be like, even though the movie's happening, he had to be like, Want to just go find one where the seats don't move? You wanna? All right, let's go. And had to get up and make a fucking big <laughs> thing out of it. Just yeah. He just shitted his pants. He's like, let's go. He gets. I can't su- stand for this. <laughs> he gets sucked into one of the seats like it's a fucking escalator. I'm covered yeah, in shit. Ah, ah. Yeah, he tries to get up as a car chase happens, and he's just getting knocked yeah. back and forth from <laughs> yeah. seat to seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he just gets winged like when people crash on a motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like when and Mission but Impossible he's three around the theater. Yeah, like. Mission Impossible 3 when the explosion goes off and he and gets he knocked the into the car. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, where you see those people prank people with airbags in the car. <laughs> yeah. But it, it like shatters the people. They're like, ah! <laughs> uh, anyways, so yeah, Dear David, the, the haunted internet. One sec. Huh? Oh my god. Dr. Landers? What? Oh. Whoa, scary drawing. Is there a knife? <laughs> He's holding his dick and a knife. <laughs> He's holding Twitter. <laughs> That's not a jump scare. Mike didn't jump. <laughs> I haven't jumped in any of this. <laughs> Whoa, I'm in BuzzFeed. What does he want? Ask him yourself. Dude, this is it for BuzzFeed. They're like yeah. already on the fence. There's no way this makes money. It's all, but because it's, it really just shows you that it's not that easy to just make a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess, benefit of the doubt, it's a trailer. 
Maybe the sequences are better set up in the film. The I jump doubt scares it, don't though. work, and they show yeah. a bunch of them. Well, and it's based on something retarded. Yes, yeah. yes. Because, like, what, I mean, what is the the, the the thread? What was the Dear David thread? Is it know. is it just this guy went online and pretended to be you afraid of something? Like, he had a fake, he had a fake, t- like, he had two Twitter accounts, and he's tweeting at himself to, like, do some viral internet Thing. I feel like I've never seen one of those comics except when someone's just shitting on it or replacing the words with like the dumbest shit. They're like, always they're so, so bad. Yeah, it's oh, they're always like that dumb. I mean, I used to like no sleep a lot, so I know you can make cool like sure scary stories out of like social media or Absolutely. you know Reddit posts. Marble yeah. Hornets like back in the day was sick. Yeah, Marble Hornets. Marble yeah, Hornets. Adam Ellis. So my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. Thread. He was appearing in my dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. First time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. And I mean, it goes on and on. Okay, so it's just the beats of the movie or whatever. Yeah, so it's just just him being... It is like that Zola movie that became... that. It was a Twitter thread that became a movie. Was it... Has it been confirmed whether or not he was just doing a bit? Like it was like a a thing? Or Uh, or are we supposed to believe that he believes this? Yeah, what, what's what's the end of the thread? Ha ha, just kidding. Or it's just him talking about bad dreams he had. Hmm. Uh, my cats have gathered the front door. I hate Twitter threads. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, especially like the ones that are are like, this couple's arguing next to me, and the guy keeps talking about football or like you know some made up nonsense yeah. yeah or even if it was real it's like what the fuck is wrong with you why you're you're like making fun of this goofy guy but you're sitting by yourself fucking just listening to everything they're doing right <laughs> tea y'all it's the tea y'all i'm haunted y'all yeah, this is, <laughs> for I real mean, for real no cap got a ghost baby <laughs> in my head beep, boop, bop, boop. i'm gay cake y'all so good cake so good ghosts yeah, on my real. face <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing now ghost kids meow ghost kids meow <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing now? I'm 30. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has spooky pictures of his cats, like eyes glowing and stuff. I'm sure it was a fine Twitter read one night. Like, oh, wow, the cat's like meowing at the locked door. Uh, but yeah, it, it doesn't look like he ever says like, well, that was a fun story, right? It's more like this is all real. Hmm. His apartment's ha- haunted by a dead child. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's always a good starting point for your film. <laughs> well, and don't, don't worry, it's, uh, and also don't don't oh, include his real go see that? don't include his real comics and stuff. That just that mm. that actually makes it more confusing. Yeah, what are the name names of those comics? Oh, I can't. I have no remember. idea. Oh, uh, what's it? I just had his Twitter up. What's his name? Adam David Ellis. Or some, oh, Adam Ellis. Adam Ellis comic cringe. <laughs> Yeah, does he even have a name? Oh. Here are 126 of his funniest comics. Okay, that's a good starting point from Bored Parents. Let's see. So we got some queefy looking guy. I hate his artwork so much. Because is he the guy? I guess yeah. yeah. Him. If he you've seen him in real life, he, he he's drawn himself. Right, but like that art style is so queefy. I don't know how to describe it other than queefy. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's this one here. Number one funniest one. He's there's a girl walking a dog uh-huh. or a guy. I don't know. I'm and purposely not looking at the last panels. I want to follow. He along. kneels down to the dog and goes, is he friendly? And then the person goes, the answer. Yes, actually. And he goes, Shh, not you. And then he whispers to the dog. Is he friendly? Does he treat you right? It's just normie. It's like it's, no, it's yeah. normie shit. 
I'm not disgusted at one. That's not as bad as some that I've seen. Right. And then, okay, a picture of a bunch of people uh, on a train on their phones staring at their screens isolates us, makes us antisocial. Meanwhile, the same uh, frame, but here's what they're looking at on their phones. Yeah, Just they- bought my plane ticket home. Tell mom I say hi. Last night was fun. Been thinking about you all day. Just saw the new baby pictures. Can't wait to see you on the weekend. On my way, should I pick up snacks for the party? Yeah, sometimes yeah. he well, tries to it, make a point. Well, yeah. and like it literally says Adam Ellis BuzzFeed. So you wrote how social media is good for BuzzFeed. <laughs> like it's like his point. It's this, like it's such a queefy point. It's like, yeah. oh, everyone's looking at their phones, but actually the yeah. kids are all right, yeah. man. Like they're better than you. This one's a Mike Kaplan tweet. because uh, yeah, it it's it's Brutus after he stabs Caesar and he's like, Any last words, Caesar? And then Caesar's like, mm. And then the next panel, name a salad after me. Okay, yeah, now that's we're a, cooking. That's a <laughs> Mike pre- Kaplan tweet for sure. That's pre-BuzzFeed. Oh, no, it is BuzzFeed. Fuck! Yeah, based on a tweet by Internet Hippo. Ah, oh, he didn't even come up with it. <laughs> he took it it's from... It's like a thread. <laughs> based on a Mike Kaplan tweet. Based on a written <laughs> tweet. Based on a written whole joke. <laughs> like, oh, wait, I don't. I haven't seen the end? Ah, oh, I knew that was what the end would be, of course. And look at his little gay butt. Uh, Here's what it's multiple panels where he finds a hangnail and he starts peeling it off and then he peels all his skin off and he's just a person with no skin. (laughs) 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 And here we have a cat sleeping in the morning, sleeping in the afternoon, sleeping in the evening. Although 3 a.m. when I'm trying to sleep, cat's going crazy, Mike. Zoom <laughs> time. That's like the most, like, how's the Keepy weather? Zooming. Like, what are you, like, what's a thing well, that's like that? That's exactly like that. That well, you would say to someone you don't know that's trying to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> getting in any trouble, staying out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like, just like, a, hey, you staying out of trouble? <laughs> I don't know how to even describe that. Just something everyone knows and yeah. like doesn't want to hear. It's just a normie yeah. thing. Yes. It's just a normie thing. Well, and that's why, like, the top comment is this. This is me. Oh. Because that's, that's what they're going for. You yes, want the most. That's what, literally what cats do. Yeah. You want the most people to be like, get me. Fuck. Oh, here we go. Disney. Disney. Okay. Mama, now that the curse is broken, can we get to be human again? Yes, darling. So, yeah, it's the teapot and the. And what's chip? What chip, those? Yeah. yeah. And oh, boy. Oh, but his head's chipped open. You see, is is that my I'm brain? Okay. He's I'm saying. Okay with that. I'm I, okay with I think that's terrible. It's not, uh, you know. And then the top comment: Well, you're open-minded. Whoa, that's way better than this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the top comment destroys the joke in this. <laughs> that was another. Uh, is this uh, another Disney one? Um, Jasmine. Do- All right, time to do my emails. And then uh, the tiger comes. Um, hello. Oh, what's he gonna get uh, on the? Oh, excuse me. Uh, I need to do emails. Uh, Mike, my brain's rejecting it. Hey, why don't I? Why am I not sharing these with the this chat? This is embarrassing. Look at the artwork. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah, Facebook.com/slash/BuzzFeedAdam. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, the kid eating like Brussels sprouts or broccoli. Mama, I can't do it. It's killing me. Just eat your broccoli. It's good for you. Mama! Years later. So it turns out you're allergic to broccoli. So she was of trying to kill this me. Fucking- <laughs> this guy should make a horror movie. And you know he is allergic to broccoli. He's that kid. Yeah, he is that kid. And now he's got his chance to turn the, the lens on you. Everyone made fun of me. Well, actually, I'm texting all the time because I love my family. And a uh, teacher. So if you have 
12 apples and you give a friend six, what do you have? And Greedy friends. Can, yeah, I was just saying, it's got to be a joke uh, about a friend yeah, who loves seen, apples. We haven't seen the end yet. Yeah, this is how we do it. We right. watch the first two panels. Oh, a friend. Oh, it's so uh, queefy. <laughs> <laughs> Based on a tweet by Internet Hippo. <laughs> that's like the, the tweet that's like, I don't know how to explain to you that people should care about. Wait, yeah. Who is Internet people. Hippo? Who is Internet it's Hippo? It's got to be one of his friends, right? Is it him? Or else it's not the, him, right? The only way he can be basing all these things off of one person is if he's like their friend. What the fuck? Uh, I think I've seen this guy's thing. Oh, but it's it got a thousand followers. He's like a, a Twitter person. I make my posts and don't bother anyone. He must just be friends, like they're two yeah, internet people probably, or whatever. Yeah, probably so. someone else that worked at BuzzFeed. I can use my great artwork to do your jokes. Okay, here we go. Books of Adam by Adam Ellis. So, listening to music out loud on the subway. All right, someone, some random guy. Listening to the speaker of his phone. Which, I mean, I don't know if he'd be white, but I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> These wigger guys on the bus. <laughs> music out loud on the subway. He's got his phone yeah, playing. Red white guy? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. And you know what? You know uh, what I would like? I don't know. You know what? Oftentimes I'm encountering these redheaded white guys playing the bus. And what I do is go up and talk to them. <laughs> I'm actually like, hey, fella, why don't you shut, shut down the music, huh? Yeah, so Adam comes up behind him. He goes, why? So okay. let me see. Is he's that just, the whole comic? He's just going to keep getting closer yeah. to him. That's what There's, he does. Oh, okay. He's like right? slithers all over him. All right, let's see. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah. Why do you do this? Why are you like this? And he's just getting closer yeah. and slithering all over him. Yeah. Seven guys punch him way after he's knocked out. <laughs> now it's him hanging out with his cat in the first two panels. Sometimes I wish my cat could talk, but at the same time, um, what the cat's going to be like, I'll kill you or murderous rage. Or I, something, I think right? you're giving him pet too much. Me, I think it's me. just going to be like, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Oh, okay, pet but me, it's not going to be out how the cat's secretly evil. I, it's that too. But, uh, okay. I worry about what she'd say to me. Oh, okay. You watch the weirdest porn, dude. Uh, I guess we we're both right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all we all are happy with that one. Internet Did this guy do the stolen bike comic? Oh, what is that? The one where you wait? I don't know. What I that is. remember what is what is that? I, I remember a thing. Stolen bike comic cringe. <laughs> has to pull it up. Uh, I don't think it was this guy because this was the one. Yeah, where it's like my bike got stolen recently. I was bummed about it. But oh. I think whoever stole it was probably more happy to get it than I'm sad to lose it. Fuck, that's one of the worst. Yeah. The total happiness in the world is, has actually increased. So whatever, like it. Yeah, that was Seth from Rogen tweet. Yeah. yeah, that was from Shen. That's someone different. Ugh. Hey, at least people happy. Who cares if I'm sad? <laughs> yeah, it's based just on my tweet stuff. by Angry Hippo or whatever. Guess I can't ride my bike to work now. But hey, at least the criminal sold it for drugs. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's queasy. Yeah, they're not enjoying your bike. They're stealing it's, it to trade yeah, it for it's something. It's like nerds getting punked and being like, actually, like me getting punked, punked yeah. makes me like a, a Marvel hero. I'm like uh, a Marvel guy. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Oh, okay. Disney. Another Disney one. All right. Okay. So we got what? Cinderella being mm -hmm. chased by the prince. He's, he's like, holding Wait. the holding the shoe. It looks what's like your he's yelling Instagram? Oh, yeah. What's your, oh, what's your snap? Can I snap? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think you got it. That's got to be it, unless right? Unless you have uh, other ideas. It might not um, be Let me that. think. Or is it, a, that's my choice, but we need other choices. 
No, I think you're right. I think that's pretty think. good. Because uh, either wait, that wait, wait, or it's something like... Do you like, have a dog at this party yeah. I can pet? Yeah, or like... Do you have a dog at or my like, party? Did you I'm decide what you want to get for food? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these are good examples it's of what I talked about earlier. Like What's that? the thing that everyone will say yeah. that you like... Don't say that. <laughs> uh, you forgot your... Oh, he's it's a croc. Okay. Oh, never mind. We gave him too much credit. Yeah. This is t- even worse than ours. Uh, I don't know if that's do... worse than ours. <laughs> it's bad. I'll take. I'm clapping. I'll take that over Instagram or your Snap. Let me What's do your threads? One more here. Okay, we got. All right, a toothbrush with toothpaste on it, running under the water. It's all gonna go it's straight gonna, down the. Yeah, it's the gonna whole fall off, and then it's gonna be him being like, Dog. the whole toothbrush <laughs> will slide down there, and then he'll slide down and then there. He he'll be like, on why? The drain. why why you do? Oh, GTA. oh, waste it! You guys, you guys nailed it though. Yeah. All right, we can't do this anymore. No, I'm, I'm killing myself. <laughs> I'm fucking killing myself over here. <laughs> Anyways, dear David, playing in theaters October. I mean, Goldbricker yeah, might in be theaters, Jim. <laughs> Goldbricker yeah. might be right though. If it's coming out in October for some reason, I mean, they always studios make... don't put horror movies in the theater in October. They put it on Shutter or they'll put yeah. it on Tubi. But like, yeah. I guess if it costs nothing, which it had to have cost nothing, I still don't think like this isn't the one, bro. It's not gonna be this year's Terrifier two. I don't think it's Terrifier two. It's also Terrifier this weekend in your city. The first one's playing. It's all right. It's yeah. got some good gore. It's not great, <laughs> but go yeah. see it. Why not? <laughs> it's Boston uh, as hell, bro. You know what? Like, well, let's watch a Max Landis video. All right. break. Hell yeah. Watch <laughs> <laughs> Max. I was actually wondering what he was thinking about the writer's strike. It's probably going to be some... Um, um, Because, like, he's ostracized, but I feel like whenever he talks about these things, he's kind of trying to throw a bone out there of, like... Yeah. Hey man, Welcome I'm ready to come back if you want to accept me. <laughs> oh, we man. are pro Max Landis. But I still now. love Max. I'm a Max Landis head. Friend of the show. Don't get me wrong. Um, but anyways, yeah, we'll be back. Hey, I'm gonna try to get this out quick. I'll be curious how this one ages. I hope you all realize that what's happening right now, the screenwriters and actors guild both striking, is actually the first public or rather publicized battle for the fate of art and humanity. I'll explain what I mean. So for the last century, media technology has connected the entire world. And that has allowed pretty much the entire first world to participate in one cultural narrative. People become world famous. Kids in Africa, deep Africa, know who Mickey Mouse is. And that's all because art was able to be spread out over the same networks of new technology that enabled the human race to further and further intercommunicate and become interdependent. However, due to the majority of humanity deciding that state-sponsored capitalism, not normal capitalism, all capitalist systems fail. I'm not saying that as a leftist. I'm saying that as a realist. You've heard about the bailouts and the fact that the richest people often get away with not paying taxes. And the fact that the government has to regulate stuff because otherwise one company starts buying everything and then one artistic voice can control Marvel and Star Wars and Pixar. You see what I'm saying? And Fox, like you see what I'm saying? Like capitalism leads to power shrinking, shrinking and shrinking down into the hands of a near invisible elite who exist at the top of what could be described as an aristocracy or even an oligarchy, that is global. The richest people in the world are the richest people in the world. And everyone knows that even people like me, who've had a good career in the entertainment industry, 
can do nothing to affect someone who has even like a billion dollars. Like we can do nothing to change or really even see or know about the people who secretly control the world. And, you know, historically, due to the protocols of the elders of Zion, they say that's the, Illum the Jews or the Illuminati, but really it's real people now. It didn't used to be, but the fact that the world is all united and we're all in one e economic system has led there to be actual invisible people who control the world, who write the cultural narratives, and they do it right out in the open. The, the CEOs of these giant companies are essentially kings. That's why Succession was so interesting. It played with that royal dynamic, except if they can cut artists out of narrative building, we are fucked. And it's already happening. Like, we're already fucked. But let me go into that. You know how people are like, it's bad to seek fame. You know, you should be doing it for the art. Well, what's interesting about fame in our current culture is that it is humanist. The idea of becoming famous as an artist for your music or your paintings or your acting or your writing, etc., etc., is humanist. Because it's the idea that any one of us could be exceptional, that any one of us could use our innate talents, our hard work, to essentially cheat capitalism through the brilliance of our imagination or charisma. Well, what if we as artists weren't necessary to sell things anymore? What if famous people were not necessary anymore? You have to keep in mind, global fame is something that's like 120 years old. And even then, even in the 1800s, people didn't, in China didn't really necessarily know who was president of America. That's changed. Our politicians are famous, our actors are famous, our musicians are famous, even criminals are famous. Our news anchors are famous. But if we can get rid of them, then all that's left are the people that control them. And nepotism runs rampant at this level. Elon Musk was born into a massively wealthy family and made most of his biggest plays by using that money to build systems he could then sell and then buying systems that were already built. He's the richest man in the world. People say, oh, but people will always want something made by a human. People crave it. No, they don't. No, they don't. What are you talking about? Yeah, they do a little when it's available and easy to get, but there's a reason Transformers is the thing that's in theaters while like fucking whatever that separate lives or whatever it was called it is in like much more limited distribution. The handcrafted indie artisanal style of art might sell high, but it buys low, like there is no way to compete with, with an AI-generated perfect movie formed from the dust of a million other movies. There's no way to, for a model to compete with a digitally designed perfect actress who can be controlled directly by an AI. Have you not seen the self-checkouts in Target and Walgreens, more and more and more of them eating human jobs? Do you know how automated things are gonna get? I mean, it's gonna be a cyberpunk dystopia. Starting in like, I would say the movie Rollerball, the 70s movie Rollerball was the first thing, movie I can remember that pitched a world run by six corporations with no governments. Well, if the cultural narrative is being decided by corporations, which are increasingly free from any kind of regulation or law, 
and they have the ability to generate whatever art they want and the pre-existing grandfathered in platforms that means the entire global cultural narrative will shrink and shrink and shrink until finally it's literally a a, a techno a kleptocratic techno fascist capitalism nightmare like this type seen in fucking blade runner but worse we are in actuality very, very, very close to a cyberpunk dystopia. The sort of thing that has only really been seen within science fiction. The end game. People talk about late stage capitalism. We are in late stage humanity, right? Everything we do almost now can be replaced. And if it can't be replaced now, it will be able to be replaced within five to 10 years. This fight for the writers isn't about out-of-work TV writers wanting money. This fight for the actors isn't about fancy actors crippling the system. This is about corporations running the world and racing you. This is Terminator. This is the Matrix. We're there. And the fucked up thing is the bad guys aren't the computers. The bad guys are the same bad guys who've been the bad guys since the beginning of humanity. The people who are guided by greed, who separate themselves and think of themselves as above everyone else because society enables them to think that because they are allowed to be. If we don't win this strike, there will be serious consequences immediately. And if we do win this strike, there will be serious consequences on a longer timeline. I think you should pay writers. I think you should pay artists. I'm an artist. I haven't gotten paid recently, but that's a longer story and no strike's gonna fix that. However, if you are the sort of person who is only seeing the small picture of Hollywood whiners, you are not being realistic. Realism is the narrative of the world within the clutches of Lex fucking Luthor. We're there, it's happening. So retweet Elon all you need to, right? But be aware, this is fucked. Sorry, I just hadn't heard anybody talk about that aspect of it. Everyone's like, the AI is going to replace, the, the streamers are, are full of shit, the writers, the actors. No, man, the fate of humanity and storytelling. And storytelling is humanity. Storytelling's history. And they'll eventually rewrite that too. What are you going to do, use the internet? It's going private.